0: Sit here Aristotle <laughs> jump in welcome to meltcast <laughs> welcome to meltcast well, some to some meltcast I think I spit chip onto the mic Gross. Gross. I think that just happened yeah. yep yep going to cleanse the palate. Now the...
1: yeah, we have to start over should we shut the no yeah, okay we're going no no one, should... no one yeah no
2: no one can know that the door is
1: open the whole time yeah. every single podcast is also really late it's it's yeah, yeah. i mean there's not going to be any noise but that's because outside. you guys
0: are so nice and you wait and johnny you took a nap I took a while nap. i was doing totals because this the... is a business and business comes first and i'm very thorough <laughs> i think yeah. gaston and francisco appreciate that what I found um, really
1: scary about my nap is that I laid right under the the clock with my head like like a guillotine right at the door.
0: That's true, there's the sliding door. That would have You're been a like position right there.
1: And then and then Aristotle was just watching Aristotle was just watching the Bronson trailer. Oh, yeah, <laughs> so yeah, I was yeah. like, Holy shit, some crazy went to go down.
0: Wait, Bronson as in the
2: Tom Hardy Bronson trip From yeah. a
0: wh- way, way back? Yeah, because I have I haven't seen it. It's but, worth uh, it. It's yeah. probably one of the better you, movies on Netflix. Would you Is watch it? Is it on Netflix? It's on Netflix right now. Probably. Um, listen, I don't know if I bet my life on it cuz they do They yeah. They do they take things down every once in a while, but I'm fairly certain I see it still in my queue. Would you watch it right, multiple cool. times? Yeah, I would. It's awesome. No, I can't
2: do it. That's how I felt about um only God forgives and then it got yeah, better yeah I don't, only watch that I once watched. No, really? I like it,
0: got, I it, it so better. much more now yeah. you know what I like is the moment where they start doing karaoke mm. the karaoke break <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, it's kind after of after all the violence and just all this just shit it takes a second to karaoke the other weird thing about that is
2: that like to us and, like to, obviously yeah. from your, the reactions it's a funny thing to see oh, right. but that's yeah. also just normal
1: in that you know culture, in, in that over well, there. like
2: well, I don't want to say in that that culture that where they're yeah, it's Thailand. No, I mean, me being, it was, it was is karaoke, it karaoke? But I meant like karaoke is a.
1: Th- is I like, can't uh, remember.
0: Yes. Is it set in Thailand? Yeah. Okay.
1: Well, me being like half Asian, like there's so much of me that's like fuck yeah, karaoke mm-hmm. anytime, baby. Yeah. At uh, you know we had we had a so, thing, so, and I, at Aristotle's, and I was like, and he busted out the. Um,
0: guitar hero yeah. and i'm just
1: like anytime that like you engage a tv and music i'm like i'm 100% <laughs> down for it
0: just mix the media
1: yeah, yeah. Dude, i was a really bad i was a really awful uh rock band player too like i would i would sing so terribly
0: i i could do bass well because like i was pretty okay at the guitar in rock band or a real it, life it bass? no 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 not real life bass i mean i could who knows i could it's I, not like a. Oh, I can just pick it up and be a no, great bass yeah, player. Yeah, I've been but really. I've been really wanting to buy if I, a bass. Later. If I want, yeah, I know because you play drums too.
2: Yeah, but like I can't play drums every day, whereas bass no. I can pick it up while I'm watching TV.
0: I think one of, of the elbow. biggest regrets my parents had, um, in like a purchase that they made for me once, mm-hmm. was purchasing real drums mm-hmm. instead oh. of the <laughs> the electric. drum kit, the electric one, yeah. uh-huh. because they they're like, oh. That's a little more expensive than these real ones, which is kind of like ass backwards. But at the same time, yeah. you understand it because then I'm just chilling, basically playing on drum pads. Yeah, and like That's, and like killing yeah. it. But yeah, all they hear is like muted. But would
2: you have preferred electric drums? Because I was always and still am
0: pretty anti-electric. My room was not especially big, and I had these big drums in there. Same here. It's not. Yeah, it was, was it's dumb. not like it was small, but it's like the second that you throw a drum set in there. You're like, there's no more room. It took up, like, a good fifth or sixth of the room. So, with a bed and a dresser and, you know. It was like Jason
1: Siegel and Freaks and Geeks. Have you guys seen that? Yeah. Yeah. And massive drum sets that just, like, hodgepodge
0: together. My dad would, like, come home with, like, uh, all sorts of, like, earplugs from work because he also welded. (laughs) Yes. So, he'd, he'd have, like... He'd have handfuls of earplugs for you or for, for me, for, for and both I'm of sure, you. I'm for, I'm assuming them because he also doesn't right. want a son that's like because what what would you say son
2: because that I I love that because yeah. I all the other drummers I know well no not all of them but I, I remember seeing a lot of drummers not wearing earplugs and like, oh bro, dude you're you're just you're fucking up so much right now
0: there was a mm. there was a guy that I know that like he went deaf in one ear mm. probably the ear closest to the symbols yeah <laughs> yeah I, I think it was and uh i feel like he, the... you could you could hear yeah. him talking on our on our floor we were on the performing arts floor at my university and would be like oh no it's cool yeah 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 i'm gonna catch up to you guys and at first i was just like no this is just like default and then he's like it, it was pretty funny and like he acknowledged how funny it was he's like oh yeah i'm deaf in this ear and he like would just like scream, but he's like, but this one's fine. And so, I don't know. He was like, it was, it was like, how do I feel about this? Okay, he's he's like really happy and he's like completely okay with it. Yeah. So I was just like, you're an awesome dude. Because then I'd I'd start drumming with him, and it, and he just basically was looking for it. But everyone had like acoustic guitar because they were trying to pick up girls. Yeah, I uh, I hate
2: acoustic guitar so much. Yeah. I as a, as a well mostly as a drummer cuz then it's just so uh
0: oh yeah cuz then like, they're they're making the request hey can yeah. you like mute it's your a, it's drums a fuck can, you can you like to, to can you get the brush the yeah. like brush stuff yeah. sh- 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 sh. which don't get me wrong i do like acoustic stuff yeah. Yeah. i like yeah. folk stuff and it's not oh, yeah. like you're ripping through with drums and that but Exactly. Yeah. Spiritually, yeah, we'll as a drummer, out. when you tell me to like quiet down, that's and, what, I, and I that's do, when I want to go John Bonham. Yeah.
2: I do. I love. I do like having brushes. I just recently bought them and I've
1: only used them a little. bit. Yeah, it's bit, nice to switch it up. Yeah. Can I ask uh, you a drummer tangent? Here? What, yeah. Did what's you guys see I mean, Whiplash? Not yet. Yeah, I oh, saw Whiplash. So bad that JK, uh, JK, J.K. It was J.K. Simmons. J.K. Simmons, mm-hmm. or as I like to say, Mister Fantastic versus J. Jonah Jameson. It was. It. I dude, it was so tense. It's yeah. such a tense movie.
2: I haven't seen it, but I saw on YouTube the the. I don't the, even know what the key which, scenes. If it's the key. there's no, no no just the scene. The, like I saw a drum solo, and I wasn't sure if, because it was JK. Oh, probably like, yes. Oh, I at keep the going end. And I'm,
0: oh, I'm assuming it's there's the like end. a there's a shot that's real. I mean, there's several cool shots in it, but the shot at the end where they like just see eye to eye mm. with one another. Mm-hmm and it's um, like him it's pretty like, awesome really like riding on the ride and it's like he's yeah. about to like but it's like very it's very silent too mm. because it's just it's just playing up the moment that he like just went into the almost like bullet time for drummers mm. he's like everything <laughs> slows and he catches the eye of like his instructor and his uh. instructor is like you ready? let's oh go God, let's ah boo and that movie's done my mm.
1: favorite my favorite my favorite scene about that entire thing is um, there's a part where they're both in uh, like a like a cafe or something, and...
0: Oh. Is it the breakup? You're not talking about the breakup. Is right? there a breakup? <gasps> I there, I... Oh, yeah. Just kidding. That's yeah, yeah. all Let's just tell the whole movie. I'm yeah, because the... the there's a scene there's where the he,
1: moment... where he talks about the why he is the way he is. With J.K. Simmons? No, the two like the two main characters are just kind of like... He's like, I'm mean for a reason, and his re. I mean, I, I'm The two main
0: characters, it. but there's like he's dating a girl in it. Mm-mm. And then he has to tell.
1: I'm not talking about that scene. I'm talking about J.K. Okay. and um, and Miles. Yeah, Miles
0: they're in like that's a. I was to they're, they're, that's they're what like I said. I was somebody. like, I was like, you mean J.K.? And you're like, no, the two main characters. I thought you meant like you were just kidding. No. Uh, wow. Well. Much ado about nothing. <laughs> um, yeah, I, 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 I remember the uh, scene where he's like, "Hey, baby, I just love drumming so much that I got to break up with you." And and then there's a moment where you like sit with her. It's like, like that. Yeah. That's a punch to the gut. My yeah, I'm gonna pursue my art. Deuces. No, my scene is. It's an part. excuse they give.
1: My my scene is that other part. You know, it was just maybe this is the grumpy old man side of me where he's just like, I'm, "You kids today." It's like not that. But There's a me, lot was- of
0: lessons to take from that in in being an artist. It was very like engaging. It was a provoking film. I mean, it. That's it. Yeah. Uh, it like how can you be in a relationship as an artist? You know how can that's... you be? So that's one. That's what that scene is about. Then like the relationship with your parents. Like oh my god, when you're practicing yeah. all the time, you're not like he. He went to the movies with his dad. Like, Riser, that was like yeah. a yeah, that was like a ritual. But then it was like the teacher like like nearly beats him to death, and the dad's like, "This is this, <sighs> um, this is, is insane. This is unacceptable." Yeah. And then he's like, "Dad, dad, just relax. Like he's gonna take me places," and the dad's yeah. like, "What?" He doesn't know what to do. Like, what do I do? Get in the way of my son who's trying to Ugh. be the best? And this guy is, like, almost, like, beating him half the shit? Yeah.
1: Artists and fan. I mean, honestly, that movie got my heart pumping so much more than an action movie had in a really long time. Because I, like, I feel like, creatively, I was like, the I've, only, I've done that to the
0: my The only head. thing that was, like, just shoddy was the way that they shot um, a car crash. Mm-hmm. Mm. They It was bad, dude, because the whole movie existed in, like, rooms. It's, like, very yeah. contained. It was not outside. Yeah. And then he's driving in a car, and and it went from, like, these static, like, tripod shots to, mm. like, shaky, like, handy, and I'm talking, like, really bad, like, shaky cam yeah. in the seat of a car to sort of, like, give it a charge. Yeah. Give it some, and then cool. they can't even show the car getting hit. He, like, cuts really quick, like, he got hit. Maybe like he just... got hit, he like acts like he got hit, mm. and then it cuts to like Him a shot of the car rolling. Maybe it just wasn't it in was their wonky. It was Maybe. no. That's that's what I'm saying. I know that it was it. It was when the illusion was broken for me. It okay. went from like holy shit, I see why J.K. Simmons is like getting a nomination and ended ended up winning yeah. in this Oscar film. And then it's like, oh, this is a micro budget. As soon as that crash happened, yeah. So it like took me out of it. It's just the one shot in it. Yeah, but the rest but... of the movie's awesome. It's like basically taking like an A movie down to an A minus, maybe B plus for me. I got a. I, got a I question. think it's an A minus. Go ahead.
1: Well, what was your question? My question so is. I was segue. Um, what about? I got a Segway too, uh, but it doesn't have a handle, and people call it a hoverboard. Have you seen those? Oh man! Uh, but we no, my- we've been making fun of those, yeah. quite a bit.
0: There's, there's like a gaggle of them in North Hollywood, really. Yeah, and then there was, there was some people coming out of Pins, the bowling alley that I went to last night. There was like a group of them that were like, "All right, see you later, dude." And then they just yeah. threw them down on the ground. Oh, oh my god! Uh, while I drive away in my Mercury Sable, I'm like, yeah. which is cooler? <laughs> like having a passenger with you, listening to the radio. Rolling the window yeah, those, down and join those that. Are or it's just like a skateboard out without a... Wheel,
1: or was it like? Wait, wait, wait.
0: I wonder now. If...
2: Are,
1: you mean the the things that have the blue lights on them, right? I think they do have yeah, blue yeah, lights, yeah, but they're too big. Segway without on the handles, side. Yeah, 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 exactly. yeah. But right. but the Segway that I was going to go to was um, the Fantastic Four um, thing that you oh, brought up. Oh, that is also a good segue. I was
2: going to say I was going to use drums to get to the, to your book.
0: Yeah, I know. I was let's let's speckle in the books and not like put them in the back half. Yeah. so we were talking about drumming we were talking about sort of like rock and how like if you tell a drummer like oh just contain yourself um, you want to go I said Nuts. John Bonham uh, cause John Bonham is uh, one of my favorite drummers who's one of your favorite drummers? Um,
2: whenever I, this question comes up I want to say Blake Richardson
1: who is the okay. drummer for Between the Buried and Me and he's so fucking good I'm gonna go with The Buried and uh, Me I'm gonna go with Gene Krupa, the monster. Mm,
0: okay. Yeah. Gene Krupa, baby. Who else? I'm disappointed. I don't know these two because I'm just so. Well, they're all they're all so
2: different. Yeah, such different styles. I like jazz the, drums. That's
0: mm. was that who you were? Yeah. Referring just look to? them up. Gene. Gene is Krupa, that whatever. is that um in Freaks and Geeks? Is that he, the drummer he that you talked about?
1: That's where I. That's where. That's I where, I where you learned.
0: learned. It. Yeah. No. Yeah. See. That's. That, but I, I loved it. I, okay, I have listened to him just like I've listened to Bill Evans on piano, who like w- did a lot of stuff with Miles Davis. Mm-hmm. Miles Davis um, played horn like really, really well. Um, so there's a lot of jazz that I've listened to that I just kind of like comics to some extent. Like <laughs> I'll just read and read and read, or listen, 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 listen and listen. And I should do better about like who did that and like yeah, yeah, extracting yeah. that. But it's almost like I don't. I don't want to know. Like I've We're said not that.
1: robots. We'll be fine.
0: Um, you're absolutely right. At least I don't think. I had the thought the other day that I was like, dude, I wonder if like, like, wouldn't it be just weird if you like banged up your arm like so awful and then you look and it's just like steel What's bones? That? Steel bones? You're like, I'm oh gonna, God. I'm going
2: to say this. Yeah. And let's go back to the book. Okay, the book. But yeah, I know. I was on Yahoo yesterday and I read the headline of an article and this has been brought up on Bizarre States, another podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it says like, "What if life was a Matrix-style video game that we're all just in?"
0: Dude, it, I it I can really only gets handle gets so much that. like multiversal speak. To yeah. like like that Mondo poster that was downstairs. Yeah, the that heavy metal thing. One. Talk talk about it some. Like a,
2: it's a it doesn't the quality of the back paper doesn't look like it it's a mondo poster
0: but i know that that is a poster that mondo put out okay and it's a heavy metal yeah heavy metal does but what's crazy is like i don't was that was that imagery pulled from something oh i have no idea cuz it, it looks, looks no it's honestly yeah, like it looked rockin'. like doctor manhattan cuz it was like blue with the oh, center yeah. Uh, it looked like Dr. Manhattan and if I'm not wrong the same artist and like did, his uh, like his eye was opening up and it just kept continuing like there was multiple Dr. Manhattans what's but I know it's not I know it's not him it just looked like it was like a, oh it's a blue dude with like a circle in the middle of his head and then within that circle it just continues to like expand into other blue dudes observing what is it yeah it's this one right yeah
2: yep Mondo poster Oh yeah, uh, that's but pretty rock. If, I'm, if right? I'm not wrong, the artist also did a really great Silver Surfer poster.
0: I believe it. He should like keep to the cosmic scape stuff. Yeah. But does that does that have a title? That poster? poster? Does it have a title? Ah, so we can. Uh, I'll, I'll
2: just go back right now. Uh, no, no, not that I know of. But if you just Google heavy metal mondo poster, I'm gonna ask the them in thing.
0: tomorrow. So like if if you put this up tomorrow which you should it will be it, it will, will be. be and um maybe it we'll have put that there. on sale Oh, that's pretty dumb.
2: look it up the look artist up. is uh Killian Eng uh K I L I A N E N G and then just look up that Ooh. name <laughs> heavy <laughs> metal and badass. or silver surfer badass
0: so but, the uh, drummers the drummers um there was a comic that came out um called This Damn Band Mm-hmm. And uh it was the first issue is through Dark Horse. And honestly, Dark Horse puts out good stuff, but it's mm-hmm. like it's like they really know their audience. And it's a very specific sort of audience. Yeah. Um this I felt like was this this was basically like, um I don't know how they'd feel about this, but this is as accessible as like an image book.
1: <laughs> if, it if, it was mm-hmm.
0: like like image is a good jumping on point for a lot of people. Yeah, I feel like. Um because they're new and they focus on the number one so much, um, and I think mm-hmm. that um, this is this is a really good jumping on point because it was not it was not about a movie property like either like Predator, or Alien, or anything like yeah. that. It's not necessarily macabre. It's and it's, it's not nece- it's not in the verse. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So it, it felt very original, and um, I an- enjoyed it a lot. And basically, um, it's about this band called Mother Father. And it's like uh, the front uh, page basically is the promotion for it uh, for the concert, and mm. you sort of you loosely see like who they're kind of adopting within the world of like seventies rock. Yeah. Um, like uh, the lead singer is more of a Robert Plant esque, um, and then you see like some Stones. It's just like if you were to combine if you were to combine the faces of all the drummers, the who would you get? Because uh, you'd get like a dude with really shaggy hair and then chops. Uh, You know what I mean? Handlebar mustache. Yeah, exactly. And then the lead singer has like really long, flowy blonde hair.
1: Mm. I love this resurgence of like classic rock because what I, you know, going off topic with comics, but there's this really resurgent thing where I think even uh, Meryl Streep and. um, Oh, yeah. What's his name? Um. Dennis Leary. Ricky there. Flash. Yeah, there's Ricky oh, Flash like, and then Dennis, Dennis Leary, Leary now has a show. Oh, it's, uh,
2: sex, oh. sex and Drugs and Rock and Roll.
0: Sex and Drugs. That's what and it's rock called. And sex and oh, Drugs. Oh, so that's and how they get away roll. with it?
2: No. Uh, I also just realized just now. What? We didn't introduce jo- uh, Johnny. <laughs> hey, we just jumped
0: right in. Johnny it. coming on the show. It's all tonight.
1: Good. It's all good. I'm filling in for Eddie tonight.
2: Um, you're, not feeling, you're a guest. Oh, Okay, <laughs> but Eddie, Eddie. Uh, there was a Ed, point where we Eddie's said like our
0: handles and everything like that, and it's just like they're gonna they're gonna be like, who are these three mystery men talking? Mm. I just, Sometimes with girls. I just
1: figured it would be in the in- I mean, it would be in the the, the, description. the description. I mean, we do. It'll be uh, there, but we'll we'll. Plug- it's also
2: nice to to say it up top. And, yeah. Uh, okay. We totally just jumped right
0: into it. That's just how natural yeah. we are. Johnny, you have your own podcast, the yes, name I of do. the podcast.
1: It's called The No Show Podcast or com, and that's where you find everything, really, because we just linked it directly to our Podbean, which has our RSS feed, and whether it's Twitter or this or that, No Show Podcast is it. It's me and my cousin Lisa. Show. Yeah, we had you both on for, it's almost a reunion, because we mm-hmm. had you on yeah. for the Marvel <laughs> versus DC Yeah
0: which was just so gentlemanly. <laughs> oh, god, like that's I, you know. Which I is know. nice cuz it's like god. It's, Instead of like hey fuck I, you. I don't
2: buddy. I don't it's also it's funny that we were on your show for comics that your
0: on uh, our show for comics. Mm-hmm. Oh. Wait. Um but yeah, so this damn band basically if you want to sort of fall back into that almost like It's just like a mythic journey almost, like the 70s. Like, people are just like going to concerts. They're seeing performances. And, um, the figures that make up the band, they're, um, they're, they're just like the idols of the people.
2: And is this from the, uh, band's perspective? Are we following the band?
0: Yeah, we're following the band. Um,. And we we get introductions to basically each of the band members. Get a little
1: backstory in between. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And basically set up the conflict of um It's like Joey's from the wrong side of the tracks. It just it gets into like uh like there's a, a panel where he's like he sees the, the masses um of no. the pe- of the people and they're like uh just staring back with like glowing green eyes and he's like, Whoa, what just happened? Oh, d trip, man. Yeah, so because that's what it is, is it's like, it's almost like we we think about like us seeing them and what it was like. Oh, that was when I first saw them trying to imagine what it was like, Didn't like to be heavy us, on drugs yeah. and just observing like masses of people while they play. Like, can you imagine like there's there's like the 70s stuff. Yeah. But like, can you imagine like Hendrix when he was doing I I cannot the the national anthem. That's like nuts. Like what what he was seeing and what he was like doing and feeling.
1: My my whole concept of my body because me and and like inebriation do are do not get along. Yeah. So I can't possibly imagine being coherent enough to one play a song and then two just be like I'm
0: in another world, man that's can't, can't or like just, the Grateful Death like they just uh, have songs yeah, that go on for like 20. forever yeah I so this book is like sort of a lens into like like at this point when you're like messed up on like drugs like is this reality for you or is this just sort of and a heightened you know? version of but it's reality. yeah it's, it's having fun it's not it's definitely not saying like go do drugs kids uh, it'll take you to a I, new
1: place I I will leave like drug doing and rock and rolling to the people who do, do it well. Yeah, who do it? Mm. I can't do it. I don't know
0: if anyone does it well, but they no, man. But the they got acknowledged mostly through their talent. I
1: will say that the art that came of that stuff, like even that cover, man, mm. it's really yeah makes me put that's man it, at the end
0: of my. That's set. why. It, yeah, that's why it no. grabs me because again, it just immediately looked different than anything Dark Horse has done. It's just mm. like a trippy cover. It's not like like the. T- it's it's like um the titles it, and everything make up the colors of it. It's a it's, so like it's, a, not. it's a 70s concert. Yeah. yeah. It's
1: a psychedelic, man. That was a, I remember when I was a kid and I first learned the, learned the word psychedelic and I'm like this is fucking awesome. It's <laughs> yeah, no, but
2: whew. psychedelic, bro. But speaking of drugs and rock no. and roll. no. I read The Humans. Uh, the Humans, okay? Uh, all the books I read are like a uh, the the weirder uh, the weirder more uh you know, alti alti stuff this week. Mm-hmm. But the humans, holy shit, always. I think I talked about the last issue too. Yeah, uh,
0: it's kind of. We have to not gush because it's like there's so many times where like in the week it's like, yes, I'm happy because the thing I ooh talked about last time is coming out again. But that's because may it's I, so good. May I go Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, go
2: ahead. Uh, so if you're not reading the humans, you should because it's. Great, oh, yeah. unless you're a child, of course. Do not read the humans because it's not for you. I
0: had, a, did I tell you that easy. I had like a six-year-old, maybe seven-year-old come in and ask for crossed? Really? Yeah. Maybe he was like ten, but it was like, like uh, I looked at the parents and I was uh, just like, I can't, I can't. Like, do I they had, know?
2: Have you guys seen this? Yeah. You I know was just
0: like, you guys take a look. <laughs> I'll show you one page. How's that sound? And They were like, no.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh. oh,
1: oh. I thought you said they were new. No, like, so they were like was, oh, new. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. So not to be like the outsider here, but like,
0: well, you how would are.
1: you put? Yeah, I you know. How would you put? Um, how would you put the humans in? Um, a sentence like the whole. Uh, the, I think I had trouble last time too
2: because it's so. Uh, but it's a seventies motorcycle gang in a world. That is like Planet of the Apes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hell's, no, Hell's
0: angels, sons Hell's of angels, anarchy, anarchy like like archetype.
2: But with monkeys. But, but with yeah monkeys with and uh, lots f- of violence and. Uh,
3: oh, did I see sex mon- scenes? Yep. Did I yeah, see I'm monkey just like, rape like, or monkey no, that's, sex? It's
2: sex. It's that's just no, monkey sex. Okay. Yes. It's consensual. It's totally consensual. Yes, but um, it looked
1: crazy consensual. It's
2: very graphic. Oh yeah. geez. There's a lot of detail. The art is. Fantastic. Yeah, this one's and really not, good. not just in the kind of.
0: <laughs> this I oh just my continue God, this, to yes. see like monkey boobs. Uh, uh,
1: this two page spread. This two page it's a two spread. Page spread. Sp- spread. Oh. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah.
2: it's. Oh God, it's so.
0: We're laughing because uh, there was a female monkey spreading her legs well, on the well, she's, like, she's on top of it. Between the two. Between the two pages, it yeah.
1: reminds me of uh, let's see, that 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 painting in The Shining. Where I'm just like I'm watching The Shining, and all of a sudden, there's like, "Hey, there's there's a boobs painting on the wall.
0: <laughs> What's going on?" Here? And then the wasn't there the old woman that was well, <sighs> it was like a it was a young woman. Then the old woman sort
1: of I, pop. I remember that that scene. I was just like, "That's not a person. That's just a bunch of flesh." Just it
0: was um, it was something else.
1: No, uh,
2: but. It's a great book. You should pick it up. Uh, I think it's only going to be 10 issues, mm-hmm. and I think this is issue 7? That eight? is issue 7. Okay. Yep. Uh,
1: Bakersfield, California. Fuck yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. It all Go takes... Again. Well, I'm, uh, I don't want to say it all takes place.
0: California, One of my favorite burgers back crazy. home in Iowa, in Iowa City, mm-hmm. Uh, there was a burger joint that had a um, a burger called Bakersfield. And it was like barbecue, barbecue burger with like, uh, onions. That's delicious. But, but this was when I was a meat eater. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, So now, so now I don't, do you, do you enjoy vegan barbecue? I don't have it very often,
2: but yes. Like I, I don't, I've only done it myself once, but when I can, I enjoy a nice vegan pulled pork. Okay. That's usually pretty good. Uh, other than that,
0: does it take uh, a lot of work? Oh, I don't do... know. Like I, I go oh, somewhere okay. to eat it. Okay,
1: like I'm not making.
0: My bark. my whole
1: mm-hmm. my favorite thing is that any time anyone says that they're a vegetarian and I'm or a vegan and I'm not, mm-hmm. and I'm just like delicious, delicious animals. I, I think of like Lisa Simpson and the little, and the little lamb that she's think the little thought bubble that comes up, and I'm mm-hmm. like. I'm sorry, little. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna <laughs> eat you. You know. I'm sorry. But that's.
2: I I was looking at over here at your mm-hmm. at your notes, and this is a. a Which perfect, one do we
0: want to talk about?
2: The vegan black metal shit.
0: Yeah, that's what perfect, I was gonna do. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's what I was trying to find. Uh, because Francisco, um, has twice now, and Francisco, he'll like. He really wants me to be up on all the Meltdown stuff, and so anything that involves Meltdown on Facebook, he shares, and I'm like, okay, and I'll like it, or, you know, like Zine Melt, or anything Mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, The first time that Francisco has sent me like just a video like, watch this, kid, um, was for Vegan Black Metal Chef. And I don't know, can we play? We can probably play like two seconds of it, right? Uh, Yeah, that's probably about all we need. Yeah. I'm plugged in. This whole time. So so it's building. We're ready to listen now to Vegan Black Metal Chef.
3: Is
1: there a video to
0: go with it? Yeah. So that's all... I don't want them to be like, "Yo, dude, you gotta pay us three thousand dollars." So I'll just like play those two things. But vegan black metal chef, find him on YouTube. It's immediately it's... what you think. Yeah. Um, I watched this
2: black metal. I watched the lasagna one, and then which one did he? Which one did he? Eat? Did he tag us in? Because I, I after afterwards, I watched lasagna.
0: Yeah. Um. Basically, he 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 knows that I'm like doing more. Like, vegetarian options. Mm. And so he's like, what? Oh, no, you too? <sighs> so now he, like, because, you know, he loves pigs. Yeah. But he also loves to eat pigs. Yeah. So he's going to the fair um, in California. He's going, what is it? I think, where's it at? Which, is I don't here. know. Uh,
2: there's but, the Pomona Fair. There's the L.A. County
1: Fair. I, yeah, this I think is my it's the first, L.A. County Fair. Like, I'm just rounding out my first year being back yeah. And I'm like I really want to get back into LA stuff but I'm yeah. just like I don't have the...
0: The county fair he's going to and he's like <laughs> and he said it as a joke maybe I think he was only mildly kidding um, but he's like I'm gonna go cuddle with the pigs and then I'm gonna eat them and I'm like oh, the yes, imagery to know. me was like you're gonna like cuddle and then just like he's like I might just take a bite out of their ear right there <laughs> yeah. while I'm cuddling them um, but yeah he sent this vegan uh, black metal chef and it's your girlfriend's delicious. It's, <laughs> it's just funny because vegans get such a rep for being soft. Yeah, <laughs> like it's really but hard. Then, then you go like
1: I've been... It's just to me as a meat eater, I just like oh they're serious. Mm. You know, not that they're soft, but they like it takes a lot of willpower. Like I have, I've fortitude. I have, yeah, I have. I have a lot of friends who are um actually also lactose intolerant. I had a I had another friend back in the Bay Area, uh, Lauren, who. Like, was allergic to everything. So much so that she would actually go to restaurants with a little card that was like, I'm sorry, I can't help, I can't, I'm just, I have allergies to all these things and here's the list. Does whatever I'm ordering have any of this stuff in it? And it was such a clever thing. Mm -hmm. And it was, and no, um, no waiter was a jerk. It was just, we all kind of had an interesting laugh about it because it was Lauren and she's great.
0: I I um I definitely um have stopped buying uh meat like electing to buy for it and I feel better. But what's interesting too is like I've cut out a lot of sugar and I've mm-hmm. cut out like uh, coffee because coffee would like burn a hole in my stomach. I can't do it anymore for some I, reason. And uh, somebody's like, "How long have you gone without it?" And they're like, "I don't know. Maybe your body is changing, but." Like I drink green tea now and like it's pretty on point. But like yeah, mm, coffee just like no matter how much I cut it with milk, it's like ugh, it's just this industrial been, this industrial sludge just like just eroding through my I've stomach. I've never
1: been a coffee drinker, so yeah.
0: like it doesn't get me as jazzed as everyone. Yeah. I didn't have my first I had my first cup of coffee in college. Uh, when did you have your first cup?
1: Oh dude, I think is that I just I for the instant it touched my, my tongue I was like I, didn't I, like I it I don't do this I don't do this I'm a crazy addicted to, to soda yeah,
0: yeah dude that's that's where that's the trap man yeah no, I just I, saw I just saw the breakdown of like what like coke is mm-hmm. when you ingest it yeah the amount of sugar that's in it they they like put the acid did you get a nosebleed buddy yeah it was weird it what like,
2: I felt it drip down my face I'm like ah fuck
0: What's so what Aristotle's okay yeah. everyone but he did get a nosebleed I yeah. thought he was just blowing his nose uh, I thought it was, it, really, it was out so. Now anger. he's back at the table, and it's just like an entire Kleenex just in uh, his nose. It was, out, it was out of anger that, uh, about hearing like, such me. besmirching of coffee. Of coffee? <laughs> I love coffee. Well, you did get up immediately when I was like, I don't know if I can do coffee. And you were just like, fuck this.
2: Exactly. And then up. my
0: nose started like spraying blood. <laughs> but, See what Aristotle does is he just internalizes all the rage, and then sometimes it manifests in nosebleeds. What what was like? Jesus. What's one of the angriest times that you've ever had? Because all I all I can ever think of is just you and As like a Zen master chill, yeah. Uh, I don't know. What I, what's I, one I, of the I, angriest I, moments that you've had?
1: I, I think the only time I've ever seen Aristotle like angry was like we had a party and he was just cleaning, you know.
2: Oh, well, that's just my OCD.
1: Yeah, and it, and it doesn't like, seem like you have that. real
2: OCD? No, but, like, okay. uh, it's starting to bother Desiree now, my <laughs> girlfriend, who I live with, because I just, like, spend so much of the day cleaning.
0: Yeah. Oh, it bothers her that you That you, you clean. clean? That I clean, yeah. Oh, that's... I'm,
2: like... Is it, do you,
0: you hold her accountable to cleaning as well? No, but, uh, I don't know. Like, <laughs> like I feel her... like I'm
2: setting a bar... Yeah. And then yeah. She's like wow. Well, the like well, what the yeah. You know,
0: it's the interesting. I I live with my sister and my roommate, mm-hmm. who we've been friends since college. Uh-huh. And so that's like an interesting setup, right There's there a, in terms it, of roommates.
1: It's a middle ground, and I think that that living partners have to live with. Because I remember one of my one of my favorite um, roommate situations. Uh, we had like a chore wheel.
0: Yeah. Oh my would, god. And That's I loved it because I, well, but...
1: I, I got to deck out my, like, pie piece, and I had, like, Batman yeah. logos and shit. and it's... Hmm.
0: Maybe – did you always have good um, roommate experiences?
1: Uh, no, definitely no. not. I've had great roommate experiences. I've had horrible, like, calling the cops roommate experiences. Okay. You know, like – it's uh, there's a part as old as I am, I'm starting to go like I want to live on my own.
0: How many different places have you lived in um,
1: since since when since
0: so, like since it, like, started take, a, moving take a guess take okay. a guess
1: so there's one, two, three couch surfing time
0: okay, that's an era
1: that's an era and I'm back in it now. And uh, and then um, and then four, five, six, seven, and then now
0: and then cats surfing. Yeah. So it's like
1: so I'm in the second. You era. go,
0: you go, you go three, just fine.
1: Yeah. Oh no, those were all like those were ups and downs. Those and just... then
0: a couch surfing, and then three again, and then, like, couch surfing. Yeah,
1: it's, it's interesting. Like, that's the weird. cycles of life are weird, and I think that I'm in a great cycle right now, which is podcasting and fucking kicking it with cool, have you, zen-ass people.
0: Have you... Oh, that's... I like zen being ascribed to me. Last, uh, last week, we talked about, like, what superhero we would be, oh. and uh, basically, I gave... Aristotle, two of the most zen that I can who, think of, and just most Aristotle, respectful yeah. of the earth.
1: Who was that?
2: Oh yeah, Swamp Thing and Animal Man. Swamp man. Thing and Animal
1: Man. I I really yeah. dig that Swamp yeah. Thing man. What did yeah. you get? You obviously I, I mean the I, usual.
0: Oh yeah, did we give? Did you? They didn't. You guys didn't Eddie? give me one, but I mean I self-proclaim one like. Oh, what, did you? Was it the regular? Yeah. What the usual for you? Yeah, the it will for always. It will always and forever be yeah. Green Lantern.
1: Well, I, I the part of the reason. Okay, and I. This is where I get to be very comic booky mm-hmm. as a part Aristotle of Aristotle
0: is already a- ahead of ready.
1: me. Um, I I would have to say on, on on a lot of like psychological levels, yeah. Um, you know, the Dark Knight, Batman. It's yeah. because uh, I went through a pretty big uh, childhood trauma, and and Adam West got me through yeah. it. You know what I mean? Like and and and. Tim, the Tim Burton Batman saw me through like some of the darkest times of yeah. my life and
0: and did you, you feel know. like did you cuz i i look back on uh the Burton films mm-hmm. and Burton has said himself he's like he's like i don't know why when the dark knight came out like i got shit on so much because for <laughs> the era that we were making those yeah. films those were dark yeah. That, that was, was that dark, was the yeah. definition of dark. The very fact that they that made I it, could get away with, yeah, you know, that they made it.
1: They made it gothic. It, it, it's of the era. Like yeah. twenty years had gone by. Yeah, you know, and I, I, I God, I was going to say on
0: Timberland, huh? Who should on? Tim there's way too many people that do. Hey, I just had no, this no. discussion with somebody in, really? uh, yeah, in the store. Like we, we have the benefit that almost every niche like fan base comes to meltdown yeah so we see plenty of supporters of everything of of a lot of yeah because i mean if anyone gets shit on it's going to be joel schumacher well Mm. absolutely
1: yeah and even even when i was a kid yeah and even when i was a kid i was in a haze i mean a blind love of batman yeah that i was like that i was like frank you know everyone's like jim carrey and the in the in the leotard i'm like you know, Frank did it first in 66. Yeah. yeah, you know, so I saw where that came from. I and not only that, you know, I was, what? I was so young, I was just like, oh, this
3: is, Jim, I like the movie. Okay,
0: this is what I will say. The toys. Jim Carrey didn't ruin the Riddler for me. No, not, not at no. all. Jim no, no. Carrey did not ruin the Riddler, at, even close. In fact, that's probably really the only Riddler I liked in the history of the Riddler, with the exception of um, when the Riddler shows up in Hush. Because mm. the Riddler is used in a really cool way in Hush, and it's like almost completely unnoticed. But yeah. like, you should read Hush and you should look for the Riddler, and you're like, oh, what does this mean? And this is trippy and weird. But the thing that broke Riddler for me, I almost said Hitler for some reason. That <laughs> broke Hitler. Hitler for me. It wasn't uh, that, it was the <laughs> mustache choice. <laughs> yeah. um, was that he wanted to be a painter? Now, um, was uh, uh, Hitler me ar- this? Ar- no. Ar- Arkham City. Like when when Riddler was like leading all those trophies Mm -hmm. and like he'd always disrupt the narrative of like Arkham City because it's like I would have to find all of them and then go to the the final chapter with Joker for it to feel like I hit the end of the thing. Does it make
1: me a bad Batman? Does it make me a bad Batman that I'm like. That you haven't played Arkham City? No, no, no. That I'm like, eh, the Riddler's gonna do his thing.
2: Fuck him. Well, he (laughs) just like. Like I, I finished the game and then I finished the Riddler. Yeah, thing.
0: but that was that yeah, was dinner. like to me that was annoying. It was like oh, I, like I had this like, I had this awesome moment. where I was like oh, that's like such a moment where where Batman's taking Joker out of out of the movie theater, and then because they're pals. Oh, yeah. by this well, point, yeah, come yeah. on. Um, but but then it's like it starts over and it's like gotta go find the Riddler trophy. still. So I'm like fuck. And then he has a, he does have a cutscene, so it's like he's the real end, and I'm like, God, nah. and then he's just like, he's just so annoying. He's like, Oh, you didn't figure it out. You must be so dumb. That's yeah. the one thing about the Riddler. I, I love
1: all the, the all the Rogues Gallery. My favorite, Mister Freeze. But the one thing that I find really annoying. Like, one of the annoying tropes of the Riddler that I can't stand is the fact that he's like, I'm so much smarter than blah, 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 blah. As opposed to a Riddler that's just like, well, I got something for you, Batman. Yeah. Like, he, I would love if the Riddler was just, like, a little bit more equal. He's like, well, let's test you if you can vi-. And that's probably, I don't know if it's, no maybe it's my memory, but.
0: Well, his whole thing is riddles, and I don't know, like, there's just, when you're the world's greatest detective, like, you always figure it out. Like, Bane broke Batman's back. Yeah. You know? <laughs> that's yeah, yeah. The Joker has, like, completely devastated him. And that's why Nolan said, like, when they were like, who's going to be in Dark Knight Rises? Who's it going to be? Who's it going to be? Who's it going to yeah. be? And people were theorizing Riddler. Uh, I remember early on, they were like, Leo as Riddler. Oh, I uh, thought it was Johnny. I remember well, there was Johnny Depp. Jop- well. They even said Robin Williams as, like, uh, R. A. P. Uh Love that guy. Um, they, they were talking about him as Hugo strange, hmm. which would be I, one of my favorite, but,
1: like all time riddler riddles yeah. was, uh, in the Batman movie with, um, with Adam West and Burt Ward. Mm-hmm. I forget what goes up a tree and then has, and shoots this, 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 and it's like, and then Robin is obviously, Oh, a mockingbird with a machine gun. Like, how's that even a fucking real <laughs> <Yeah>. answer? <laughs> Of course. It was right in Why front of us. Why didn't I think of that? A cat up a tree. You know? Uh
0: uh Aristotle was prepping the Green Lantern when Green Lantern was mentioned that in my mm. stack. I was um, prepping
2: Green Lantern and I also had another thing prepped from the, the vegan talk. Oh. But we can So get,
0: well I feel like let's with us Green. I, I feel like with the way that uh Green Lantern is going right now and like sort of Like, Green Lantern has always been, this is why I I love him. Um, I feel like I haven't gushed, like, up-to-date Green Lantern in a while. So I'm going to, I wanted to use tonight to do it. Green Lantern's, like, going in this very, like, cosmic direction. Hmm. They're bringing back Relic, who is a villain of recent that, like, lives on as, like, like, when you follow Jeff Johns, it's, like, a really, it's a really tough thing to do. He's awesome. And he took basically he takes pre existing characters and he just gives them like the best facelift that they could have done. And he'll introduce some new thing plenty of new things, new characters, um and things like that. But this was the first like big character that's not of John's in like recent history relic. Um and uh and they're 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 um it's not being written by John's. Um it's being written by the very talented, um, I always forget his first name because I always go by last name is Vendetti. Um, and uh, Robert Vendetti. Um, and then uh, Ethan Van Skyver is the artist in this. And Van Skyver is like one of my favorite. Um, anytime he like does DC artwork, um, it's awesome. And he's kind of like stayed with them. He does like, f- he'll do like Flash. Green Lantern um, or like any of the like crossovers he'll do like covers and stuff like that Um, so I really love his work and and what's happening right now in uh, Green Lantern is it's getting uh, um, even more cosmic like there's a a point where he's just like looking into uh, the galactic um, space scape and uh, it's just basically like now that he's like a renegade he doesn't have his ring he just has this like Green Lantern gauntlet um, that he's using Um, and it's not quite like a ring anymore like he's flying around on a ship he can make constructs but it's just like a very limited like approach to it and and the whole idea right now is that it's it's becoming pretty hard canon right now that all the emotions in the spectrum are limited resources so it's not an unlimited amount of willpower there's a, there's a finite amount of willpower so this is a way of introducing what Basically, Green Lantern is, which is like talking about like space and like lofty concepts of even like cosmic power, like has limits. Like there's always like a limit if we're talking about this. Um And I think so. I, I feel like I've I've talked to some Green Lantern fans and they're like, yeah, that takes away the mysticism, kind of like with the force and like midichlorians. Mm. But to the same degree, like the storyline right now is like them talking about how can we still use the the you know, willpower in a way that doesn't like tap the reserve of, of willpower. Mm. So it's a it's a cool like environmentalist it's like a it's a like a platform it's like for the that. Current, it's our current situation with water. A- exactly. Mm. Like here in California. It's we have a problem to think about, to discuss, to actually talk about, and that is permeated into the Green Lantern story, and so, Relic is this like, like basically Gulliver um, archetype because he's huge compared to the Green Lanterns and like any regular sentient life, and he's just at the Source Wall, which is this big wall that like if you touch it you become a part of the Source Wall forever, and it's basically. Um, at like the edge of the universe, and there's like a a tear in it, and there shouldn't been be, and there's never has been, and there's a point where so that's like a lot of like things that I think that they're doing right, um, uh, but there's a point in there that I got kind of a laugh as a GL fanboy, um, basically his ship talks to him now, and it's like it like of the navigator style, it, yeah, and it's just very uh, uh, it chews him out a lot. Um, it's kind of like a nagging girlfriend almost and, um, or boyfriend or like Futurama. Um, yeah. And, uh, there's a point where, um, he's waiting for, uh, uh, the ship to swing around, um, because they activated the gauntlet when he was outside. And, uh, uh, just in the caption, it says, where are we on that reboot, darling?"
1: Maybe he's British.
0: Think about it for a sec. Where are we on that reboot? Uh. Oh, <laughs> so it was a very on the nose, tip of the cap, wink, wink, wink uh, moment of him checking in and being like, where's my movie reboot? Um, which I don't know what this storyline, I feel like there's so much untapped from like John's run hmm. that I would want to see, you know, what Venditti can do before like this becomes canon. But, it's it's moving in a, a really good direction that I like a lot, and um, and I'd be interested to see where it's gonna take him completely. Cause I've said it before, but he's like a Obi Wan almost, and like there's like a Star Wars esque like element now. Like they're just really they're really trying to define like what what is the entirety of like the cosmos that Green Lantern inhabits, mm. um, and I like it a lot. I got
2: I got two two uh all right two no- here two notes on this right yes. Now. Uh one, yeah, they're movie notes, uh, yeah, read j. j. Abrams, no minilorians in his movies,
0: I saw that yeah i was I was talking about that, and I you know what's weird is i god i I immediately understand why we would want them out, mm-hmm. and I wanted them out, but I've had so many pro medichlorian people tell you, tell me why what the what why there's a benefit to. and then I read. The Reddit, like, comments on, uh, basically, when he came out and, like, they showed it on Reddit. And, like, there was two people at the same time. And I, I don't know if this was, if it was already defined and we were just, like, collectively forgetting. But, basically, the way it was explained, and a lot of George people have Lucas. perceived it. Well, the okay. way we have perceived it uh-huh. is that metachlorians aren't the force
1: they measure they're measuring
0: they they are basically like a litmus test for the force like they're drawn to the energies of the force i can i can so it's like a white blood cell count if like you were to take a drop of blood mm. you couldn't do a transfusion of like a jedi's blood and then put the metachlorians in you and then have the force the metachlorians would be drawn to like a like a magnet Mm-hmm. To a conduit for the force. Yes, but
1: my I big thing it is is that it, while it is a science fiction movie, yeah. um, loosely, loose, yeah, more exactly. Fantasy. More I fantasy. was going to say more mm-hmm. fantasy. Exactly. I want more, and I'm glad that this is the you like going.
0: you like the the religious tie.
1: I don't. I like oh. the adventure and the the yeah just the flat out adventure swashbuckling. Oh, shit so you,
0: you you you. Don't explain how, to me It's how called he, The Force Awakens. No, I, versus, I'm, it's it, called The Force Awakens. So yeah. we need to... If that's the subtitle and, like, we don't really look at the Force and, like, there needs to be a lot of time, this like, make furthering sense, the knowledge of the Force.
2: But but it makes sense, though, because midichlorians were explained in Episode 1. If you think about that time... You know, episode 1, they... Jedis were, you know the jedi republic yeah there were thousands of jedis or whatever yeah and then they all get slaughtered at the end of three yeah and now jump to four right there's like two there's obi-wan and there's luke and there's leia and you know
0: well you're talking about obi-wan's ghost you're talking about obi-wan's ghost so and we have leia um Anakin is now also a ghost like what but do, I, I, that's what I'm but, like what are you going to do when Grand F-
1: Tarkin and they're in that in that um when they're talking about when he does the force choke and he's like oh you're a hokey religion or no no that's han in um in the uh, blinder scene
3: mm-hmm.
1: um the fact that they call it an old religion uh, that's right. my thing is that It's all just like in the back. It's yeah. There's no need to talk. Well, not no need, but like. Well, it's not
0: okay. It's
2: easily explained why midi chlorians just don't come
0: up. But you're talking. It's getting talked down because they. It's getting talked down because there's no real examples of it anymore. Like the force, both the Sith and the Jedi were pretty much wiped out. Mm -hmm. But um, Luke's connection and Obi-Wan's connection. And then the biggest moment comes when Luke switches off his targeting computer. And you can argue that it's just it's just him like being skilled enough to like shoot it, but it, Obi-Wan's telling him to use the Force. So like at the at the highest point of your adventure when yeah. when the assault comes, the Force is implemented. So as much as the adventure is cool, the Force is necessary. And I mean, it's called The Force Awakens. All so I... I just want to further the dialogue on the Force and being like, oh, don't worry, we're taking out midichlorians. It's kind of like, well, okay.
1: I don't want to say I fully disagree or agree, but I will say that when I was a kid and he turned off the targeting, it, much like the Zen we've been talking about, yeah. it was all just a feeling that is, Yeah, and you are ju- you have the Force, it was always like, and I, when I grew up Catholic, and we would always just be like, "Hey, peace be with you." Mm-hmm. We didn't say it like cool, like that, yeah. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> but like the whole like, and, and and when people say Namaste, the light in me recognizes the light in you, or vice versa.
0: It's, is that what it translates to? Because I was always...
1: that's what I that's what I've been told. And so <laughs> that being the case, it was, it was always more about the 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 being of what is versus like. Well, your 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 stem cells, your your DNA says that this, this, and that. Mm-hmm. It's a feeling that's within you.
2: May the force of others be with you.
1: May the force, may the force of others be with you. Yes. That's
0: how it was in the original script. Ba, 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 may the force of others be with you. Yeah. Jesus Christ, how i like on my whole life without hearing and that? It's I.
2: I can't go back to "May the Force be with you" because I love having that little. May the uh,
0: force of others be with you. Well, when you stop and think about it, I mean, that's that's Obi Wan. That's you know Qui Gon. That's like once you join the Force and you pass on, and sometimes you can talk. It's yeah,
1: basically it's, like a you're all, you're all, you're always with us, yeah. but it's,
2: it's also like a real clunky thing to say. All May of the, those words. May yeah. the Force be with you is very slides. Yeah. yes. It's May the force slides. of others be with
0: you. Mm. Yeah. But, uh, what do you do? You think so? I'm sure. It's let's let's now, let's but they uh, made the into let's take let's take Vader as like a metaphor. When you're Obi Wan, you you, you don't have to necessarily bring all of the backstory of like I was trying to train you, and I failed, and I'm seeing you now, and you're a monster. You don't necessarily have to apply that, but you can. But in the moment where. Like he's like, like if you just think about Obi Wan, why he raises his sword? What do you think? Like what? Can what is that moment? At what part? Like when he raises there. his sword, and and he's like, there, "If you like... strike me down now."
1: Oh, there, yeah,
0: yeah. I would have become really... more powerful than ever.
1: Oh, God, I don't know. My mind went to a wholly separate so play, place. It's
0: to me. It's I don't know. Like I, I just think about like the um, any nonviolent protester like Gandhi or, mm. or anyone that marched in uh, civil rights just just saying like I'm not going to attack you cause cause um I think if we just if we could just not kill each other there's many things that are still going to like be difficult about human experience mm. but if we could just not kill each other yeah I would l- literally, I mean, literally sure. and like in our in our interactions with people mm. We, if we didn't like like uh like cut short like conversations or like you know yeah. we just didn't kill each other if we if we made sure that there was like an equal share going around for everyone, even if and not concerned about like well will work or like anything like that. Huh. I mean this is I, I, all my, very hippie stuff, sure. My for, big thing but, is
1: is the everybody trying to get the one up on each other and then yeah. measuring each other to each other's life and existence. And yeah. That's mm-hmm. the kind of thing that bothers me. I mean honestly the, the peaceful protests and all that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. like I really wish I mean, especially when, when Obi Wan um just lifts his lightsaber. Yeah, in, in that moment,
0: it's it's a form of protest.
1: I would, yeah, there, but it's like there it's, it's even is. bigger
0: than that because it's
1: yeah. But but it's also the moment of um, of just saying. And I and I, when you originally brought it up, I thought of the the Mustafar fight.
0: Oh yeah, for that's sure. what I was thinking because he and actually it, does fight him there exactly. And, then, and as an old man, he's like, I can't do it.
1: I can't. I, you know, I'm over the hill. Like, can't, I, can't, I can't. can't pull it
0: no, off. No, no, no. It's like I can't fight my student.
1: Yeah, well, then on top of that too, <laughs>
0: I've lost him
1: as a student, as a teacher, and all that kind of stuff. There, there was. Does he actually ever say I'm sorry
0: that I couldn't do it? Like I failed you, Anakin. I, I failed, failed you. you. Yeah, I, I have. I mean, like, why does it need Listen, to be? Scripture? Revenge of the Sith is like. Does like? I would have loved if he's just like like Anakin, shit, I'm sorry, shit on man. Phantom Menace. That was I don't for the first movie back in so long. That movie should have been better than what it was. But it it entertained me as a child. Sure, one of my um, one of my favorite theories is, and like, I had to grow up and learn to apologize. <laughs> oh yeah, I get it. It's like so, but like, no, man. you're right. That's where no. Metachlorians came from. So what?
1: Fucking. I will say this about the G- still lo- still loving Phantom Menace. I remember two things that are great about that and that is when the trailer dropped and you saw that like Microsoft Windows wallpaper and then and then and then just the tanks come over, you're like, Holy shit, I don't know what those are. Those aren't ATATs.
0: Yeah. Fucking let's go. That was that was that's some of the worst is the Either the what is it? Are they fighting on Naboo or Gungan? I think uh, it's Naboo. Naboo. Yeah. Naboo, and then the Gungan. Gun- oh, the Gungan Gungans are on, on Naboo, like a sub, yeah, yeah. not a subspecies, side. but they're treated like kind of yeah, like yeah. yeah. They and were and then yeah.
1: and then the second part of loving um, what I still love about um, episode one is the fucking the demon that is Darth Maul.
0: Oh, he's like, awesome. Mm. The Duel of Fates. Say whatever you want about like. Oh my god. Say whatever. That's an amazing song. Seriously. It's an amazing fight. Yeah.
1: All the. I
0: And then there's another. Like, Qui gon Jin takes a moment of meditation before oh, he, yeah. like, fights. There's just. There's good moments out of the prequels. It's mm-hmm. just, like, the shoddy moments, like, are. Mm-hmm. But I think I've mm-hmm. already, like, expressed, like, Return of the Jedi is not perfect. If we want to, yeah. like, point some fingers. Yeah. But. And I think I've heard a lot of people are like, yeah, by that time. I have
2: an Empire Strikes Back shirt. And every time I wear it, people, people always everywhere are like, it's the best one. Yeah, think. yeah, it is.
0: Well, speaking but. of like wearing stuff, we mentioned in like a a, a past episode, and I'm like tying mm. anyone that's listening back. Nice, nice. When I said I had a uh, drive jacket with the scorpion on the back, oh. that was given to me by johnny you, who is dro- now you sitting dropped across the yeah I, dro- I dropped okay. it because then because i had the dilemma because like i i had a healthy mix i think of like i don't i don't i'm not as affected by what people think of me and mm-hmm. then also is kind of like well but it's also nice if like if mm-hmm. they think positively let's say i like so the- so i had like this apprehension of like like I didn't want to be wearing like a jacket that I thought was cool Mm -hmm. that I really liked, and then have someone be like, "Look at the guy in the drive jacket." And that was that that was a concern at first, but that even if that happens, which it hasn't yet, so it's just kind of like, "Well, I'm just going to keep doing it." I get about thirteen comments uh, in in like in in like positive like regard mm-hmm. from people who haven't even seen drive that are like i That's like a, that what jacket is that cool?
1: oh no i remember i i would wear that I like an old lady in the
0: grocery store She's like oh look at that cute little jacket huh. it's new, just great that you can uh you can you can go about in such flat sheet clothing now my you thing couldn't is, do that in my time i had a
1: i had a moment for summer fest that just happened where mm-hmm. i was i was rocking around in the um big trouble in little china uh tank top this oh is yeah! summer and I was like, I fucking, I need to, I'm going to yeah. be getting, I'm going to be jumping in the water and stuff like that. And my favorite thing about wearing like movie memorabilia, I get a I soon to be iconic, maybe hopefully, um, apparel mm-hmm. is that it's kind of a secret language. It's like, you know where this is from. Cool you shirt. what's up. Oh, yeah. I know. Why.
3: Yeah.
2: You know? uh, uh- <laughs> A quick jump yeah. to, uh, to my other my other note or whatever from the Green Lantern. Yes, was, uh, that Deadpool trailer finally came out.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, and there was the jabs mm. taken. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: yeah what I, jab? What do you mean jabs? Uh, uh, when he's like, "Please God, don't make the suit green yeah. or animated or animated." Oh yeah. okay.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah right. and then yeah. So so those jabs were taken and like that's <laughs> fine because honestly, he was nowhere even remotely close to the worst thing about that film on a list of Uh, things uh, that I would say is wrong with that Ryan Reynolds is probably somewhere at like 24th because there's just a number of things I would go to before him Um, and that's if I had to include him I would not include him he did he did fine with like just what was given to him which is like absolutely nothing and like worse than nothing Um, but uh, I thought it was also funny when Fox, like, just sort of like, because like we need to talk about Fantastic Four, but before yeah, we yeah, jump yeah. into that can of worms, we'll just we'll say how like Fox has gotten something right in the Deadpool trailer because oh, hell yeah, they they like even the teaser teaser thing, whereas like, <laughs> to the yeah. studio that inexplicably sewed his fucking mouth shut. Uh, it, yeah, it's them being like. Yeah, we didn't know what we were doing either now, but here's exactly what you want. Marvel Studios doesn't need to be the only person to do that.
1: You know, and I I will say that this trailer really, really, not super, super did, sold me on Deadpool. Because for a long time, I remembered Deadpool from the Life game the life while there yep. was he created
0: yeah, yeah he was way less self-aware and way less jokey that was, was the deadpool that i grew up a- with. yeah
1: and so everybody he's
0: probably now- more of a like deathstroke because exactly. that's who he was supposed to be modeled after
1: exactly so everybody now is just like this deadpool's a funny guy and then and then i see he's, like the 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 way i see
2: it i think yeah. i've said this before is that he's very much the new joker like, people okay. are really taking to him in a similar... Oh, not like, oh, He's not, oh, that, that, oh. like, not Joker's Like, cultural stature, craze. But yes, yeah, he is yeah, yeah. the, I get the oh, equivalent craze, of like yeah. when Heath Ledger did his Joker. People yeah. went apeshit for that. Yeah. yeah. Somehow, Deadpool has kind of
0: come up oh, through, yeah. through... That just puts me in a weird spot of like, I don't know what I'm going to do... This is this is like to quote Jeff Bridges in uh, uh, Tron: "You're meth- messing with my Zen, man." Um, but like, if uh, if some someone goes like, "Yeah, I I thought Heath Ledger's performance was okay," but Ryan Reynolds is Deadpool. Like, I haven't seen it yet, but I know there's going to be that comparison made, even if it's Ryan Reynolds or something. No, no, no. I'm I'm just saying, like, at some point, someone's gonna comp- Someone's gonna say he was okay, and then and then go with someone that i feel is did, is I, pulling an yeah, like is pulling from what Heath Ledger did for acting in a comic book my
1: whole thing with deadpool because i kid, i did grow right. up with all that is sure why not yeah. let's see what this guy yeah. can do and i and i don't and i don't hear anyone going i i mean at least now saying yeah. Oh well, that should have gone to someone else. Like, no, no. Mm-hmm. like I feel like it own. really fits, like yeah. that yeah. kind of actor. Yeah, you know. So.
0: Oh no, and and he's also Canadian. So and like he's like <laughs> this is this is a good role for him. Like he's been pushing to, to get. for
2: so long. Now. What did you think of it? The trailer? Yeah, I thought it looked great. Yeah, uh, there's some stuff that wasn't in it that was in the uh, that leaked trailer from Comic Con. Oh right, but uh, it's. Like ninety yeah, percent. awesome. I was shocked. I first even see Colossus. I was like,
0: Wow. But I didn't think he looked terrible in the oh, other I, films. Oh um, I didn't it was think just he nice looks, to no, see him. Yeah,
2: it's just it was like, Oh, I yeah. wasn't expecting to see anybody else but Deadpool in this movie.
0: Yeah. I um the only thing I don't know how to I I don't know how to feel about this anymore, and I know some people are just gonna be like, Oh dude, shut up but like I had a lot of gun violence, man. It is I just can't romantic. I can't
1: yeah. I mean that comes with the But that's exactly right? what
0: like it's very much you a, can't uh, like to be like yeah but that's just part of it I I mean there's definitely I just be, feel
2: weird I feel dirty I can only assume there's going to be a part in the movie that where like he takes some time to reflect and be like oh man this is kind of gotten out of hand what am I doing because uh Jerry Duggan and Brian Posehn had An amazing run on Deadpool where Mm -hmm. that was the later half of it. uh, Something happened in Original Sin where he. He didn't switch bodies, but he. I think everyone um, changed alignment, I guess. So the Mm -hmm. good guys are bad, bad guys are good. Yeah. And then. uh, So Deadpool now had this part of him that was like, wow, I've been, like, killing all these people so, like. I know, I've just been so. careless about it and yeah. now like the weight of all of this guilt yeah. is like crushing him <sighs> and that's that's where it kind of ended off
0: yeah I, I I mean no one wants to hear morals anymore not mm-hmm. no one I just like lesser 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 few yeah. want to hear morals and that's how these started out and I don't you mean like you know, soap
1: boxes and stuff like that
0: not but see that's I feel like that's talking it down you know what I mean? Like, oh, you're just a guy in a soapbox with mm. your uh, preaching and whatnot. But like, that is originally how they started. So I'm not saying like all the books need to be that. I'm just saying like, we, we, there's plenty of sane, healthy people mm. that can see that and be fine. But that's that's also
2: why I think he's uh, he's he's become so popular. Yeah, it's the same reason that uh, you know. He, ledger's joker was so popular because everyone is so I, if you <laughs> is
0: it the freedom is it the, the like
2: what's the this i have a i have a perfect explanation but it's in another podcast okay uh, if you go and listen to the nerdist podcast yeah live from comic-con with guillermo del toro and charles ch- uh, charles ah fuck charlie charles hiddleston oh my god what's you're already name?
0: doing better than i am tom, i tom, i have Thomas hiddleston. tom hiddleston, tom hiddleston.
2: Why am I thinking Charlie? Oh, then uh, you wouldn't... No, Tom, yeah, Tom I I know Hiddleston. his name,
0: but... Okay. Tom Hiddleston and Gamma del Toro. And
2: Tom Hiddleston talks about uh, when he met Anthony Hopkins. And it was... Uh, he did an impression of Anthony Hopkins. That was pretty great. But he talks about, <laughs> like... Like you know, I've talked, to, I've played these kinds of roles, and I've played these kinds of roles, and I do these kinds of roles. But I, when I'm walking on the street, people only ask me about one character, and who do you think that character is? Mm-hmm. Hannibal Lecter. And what yeah. do you think that is? It's because people love to have happy lives, happy little lives, and be happy. At some, but we all mm. like to go home, to go into a dark room on a Friday night and watch someone, like, be bad. I forgot the exact. Yeah that's a, that's
1: a that's a really great really so, great point As, especially like connecting with villains and stuff like yeah. that i i don't know if it was something you recommended or something else i think maybe it was a friend who was studying criminology or something it's part of the reason why we love serial killers and all of those kind of things was yeah or we make them these things because they're basically they show us of they're kind of our compass of, like, what's good and what's bad. Yeah. You know, and... Like, that is very clearly bad. Exactly. Like, exactly. And then the fact, I mean, just my brain, when you said that's bad, and then the fact that, like, Hannibal's really huge right now, mm-hmm. and the fact that they have, like, a four-star chef, or a five-star chef, like, making the stuff and doing all this sort of food porn when food porn's a thing, and they're like, wait a minute, that's fucking people. Oh. Yeah.
0: You know? Um, know. Did you... Do you guys this is not i guess uncommon, but did and either of you did your mom watch like true crime or something crime related before going to bed yeah no, yeah, law and order yeah Mine or didn't. but or but like uh like murder mystery like talking about the wife um oh, getting like like or... true crime kind of stuff yeah.
1: No. Susan no? was no. just a normal housewife. But yeah, so, like she You know, I okay, I got to say that um I really really love those and I and my mother as a kid didn't yeah. watch that, but I in one of one of my greater roommate moments with yeah. my friend Madison, we found this um Netflix show called Deadly Women and it was fucking amazing because they're all true stories mm-hmm. and it's basically like, oh, you know, they're just happy kids, and then all of a sudden they snap. And there's this other show called Snapped, and it's all—oh,
0: god! It's just
1: these. And the best thing about it is, I've actually done extra work on one of those shows, and <laughs> it's so delightful because yeah. all the actors have to do is basically look like the people who it actually happened yeah. to. So when they have the cut, when they cut to the um, to the Talking Heads, they're like, "Oh, that person kind of looks that person." But those actors who look like the people get the script that day and they kind of have to mm. improvise a murder yeah. scene on set. Yeah, it's set. very quick.
0: Yeah, oh, we'll, we we should do a whole episode about uh, I'll share with you like experiences about being on set uh, and just being the fly on the wall that is like background. It's oh, um yeah. because it's it breeds so many stories that it's like yeah. with the a part of like with the exception of uh Ricky Gervais and extras just like say, just we... hasn't hasn't really been tapped. Not the LA like Experience
1: the LA experience of, of being an extra is
0: so. There's so many characters. There's yeah. so many
1: moments where you're just like on set. Okay, first of all, just like no, we
0: don't, we don't, we can't do it. We'll right. save that for another time. We'll invite right. you on, but it's like a whole episode would need to be <laughs> dedicated to this. i just gonna say Back to the Future. I was you're, what I was. You were on Back to the Future no, as I an extra. No, on Back to the Future. I was saying, dude, congrats, man. No, I wish. That's I why could, it matters I I so say. much to you. Yeah, Nolan, well, that's a, a, another
1: thing. But yeah, no, like doing extra work on the on the on one on the lots of the places that you've loved of movies going on is such a thing. It's mm-hmm. such a thing. Mm-hmm. Like you said. We'll watch oh
0: yeah, it. yeah, I've been to the clock tower. Yeah, no. I yep. you're At an extra. Yep. You're
2: like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, exactly. What were you going to say about what the I, the true crime?
0: Yeah, so what I was going to exactly. say is like it, like my sister, my mom and now my girlfriend, they play the watch like to go to sleep these like (laughs) wife was murdered by like disgruntled husband and i'll come home and like none of the lights will be on it'll just be the blue glow of of that yeah and there's sleep i'm like why is this your like warm milk why is this your pacifier what what is going on and Uh, like we were watching I don't remember we were watching like uh, something you know light and fun and then it was like now let's just decompress what do we want to watch and my girlfriend Pauline was just like "Um, let's watch um, let's watch something true crime and somebody dead and I was like "Uh, okay so I did it to humor (laughs) Like, I felt sick to my stomach going to bed. Yeah. Like, I don't know what it is. Like, I believe that they're all, like, the reason why why all the women in my life just decide to watch it is because they're empathizing and they're like, my God, I can't believe that. That's so sick. That's so deranged. But then they just fall asleep. Uh, At, wait, that night, like, murder. after I watched it, they're I gonna... just was, like, so sick to my stomach. And I was like, I just, I, I couldn't fall asleep for, like, an hour. Because mm-hmm. I was like thinking of like one of the things that the killer said. I'm just imagining two things. Because they were actually interviewing like uh, killers, and he's like, "Yeah, I feel really sorry for what I did." And then Still there's like faced. a, and then yeah, and then there's like a police officer that's like, "We know very well he's not sorry. He's saying that <laughs> so that he can get off earlier. We know this." I just and and then it's like, then I'm like, well, I don't know who to trust now. Yeah. Like, do you just want him to be in the system or? Is this guy a sociopath? Like, I'm assuming because he actually did kill his wife. And then it's like, I'm thinking this before I go to bed. How are you sleeping sound as a pound? I My thing, I, two things is I'm
1: imagining, like, all the women in your life just going, Wait, the like, they're falling asleep, and in their brain, they're just like, I'm going to close my eyes and just listen to the murder. Oh, wait, and then they go away. Oh, and then they fade. And then the other thing is, dude, you better watch your back, all those ladies are watching how to murder people. You
0: say yeah. I know. It's, it's just sort of like... <laughs> really truly i mean this do you want to talk i don't want you to i don't want like anything to later be exacted because i don't know i was missing something or i didn't say like thanks for making me tea this morning or something like what (laughs) what let's talk communication let's open this up please just don't kill me later (laughs) i was gonna but yeah rant's done go ahead ahead. i got a segue now segue without the handles dark corridor uh it is a
2: mystery book mystery crime book by Ooh. Rich Tommaso. Tomaso? What did he do before? Uh that's the the other thing. I was talking to a friend the other day who was looking at it and he was like, This looks really interesting. I was like, Oh yeah, he does like a bunch of great shit and then he also has uh like they're not they're not z- well, they're zines, they're comics that like we have in the zine section that are super great. He does a lot of horror stuff, a lot of uh crime stuff a lot of drama mm-hmm. crime suspense uh stuff and uh now this book is out from image and it's called dark corridor but in the back is uh it's like well it's actually two stories that we're gonna go through in this one comic right and dark Corridor is just kind of like the blanket title for this and uh the first story is
0: I, I, i'm looking at the art it doesn't look very dark
2: Art oh, it's not it's not like a dark tone kind of thing. Artwork is the ar- really the artwork. amazing. Yeah, the artwork it's, is great. Yeah, it looks but, awesome. Like this guy finds a dog and then he's trying to figure out like who it belongs to, and then it runs off into the woods, and then he finds two bodies and but then he's like, I know these people, these people run uh like the gambling underground rink or something, and so he calls his two friends over and they rob the place. It looks mm. uh, it looks like uh, Lucy Lou's in here too. And and then yeah, there's this mis- mysterious woman in black, and then there's a second story <laughs> where these. Uh, oh, multiple stories. There's yeah, there's two. They're dead conne- daughters. They're is that the name of the
0: next uh, one? seven deadly daughters. daughters? Seven deadly daughters. Oh, that sounds like a Tarantino title.
1: Mm-hmm. But, I, uh, I I have to say that this artwork is I can't get over it. It's like, it's like Dick Tracy meets Darwin Cook meets Daniel Klaus. Yeah, the
2: the whole stylings of like.
1: All of his comic are very
2: Klaus like, yeah, but of his stuff. own, yeah. his own way. And uh, so I just
1: want to say pick it up because it was great. I'm super knocked out by this thing. Like really,
0: that's the first I, issue.
1: Yeah, it's the, okay. It's the first issue. I was, I was, I was having this, I was having this discussion with you earlier, St- or St- about how it, art takes me out. Sometimes bad art will take me out of a out of a comic mm. and this really like hooks me and at first when you said it was noir i was like oh okay i really i, I really love noir like i real, i want to i want to i want to write a noir i would love to be a part of telling the story of like a murder mystery and all that kind of stuff maybe have people fall asleep in the middle of the night too <laughs> uh but uh but yeah no first you got me with noir and then the second thing you got me was um the title and then the last like the nail in the coffin the the icing on the cake baby is the fucking artwork
0: yeah I think it's interesting though because um, we have uh, one of the teachers for uh, Meltdown University uh, for our Jim Higgins uh, the man the myth the legend um, he uh, did work on Road to Perdition um, in um, helping with uh, editing for that and basically helping to get the um, book off the ground um, and worked for DC. He, um, I remember one time I asked him, and, and this is why he's so good at like getting people to just come in and like talk about comics and like really cares about getting their stuff along. I said like, I have a lot of stories that I feel like I could tell through, you know, the comic book medium. But I don't. I don't trust myself as an artist. And I would like. What is? Mm -hmm. Is it easier to like teach yourself or like just find a collaborator? Because I'm like I really feel like I should find a very talented artist and then model it after that. But I was like, yeah, some of the stuff I want to do is personal. Some of it's just silly and like would be a world and wouldn't be so representative of my let's say history and um but like some of those books that i'd kind of like to do i don't know how i could do like a personal book and then like invite an artist to do it with me and he was just like Derek, uh i'm gonna pull three books off the shelves and he pulled three books and they were like they were basic they were like almost like what you do in middle school like the panels that are squares they're not even like Mm -hmm. splash pages or anything like that you just make squares on a sheet and you like and fill that in, your, yeah. and and he's like, and and that was like three books, and he's like, and these three books are being sold in your store right now, so, and it's not as a uh, it's not a judgment on like our library. He actually thinks it's like a very necessary part of books that should be on there. He's also oh, been and, very big advocate for manga, which I think all of us here yeah. would. It's yeah. just the 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 readers, the readers are there. They yeah. are, but. Um, They themselves are a little more niche than, you know, there is, there is a lot of manga readers there, Mm -hmm. there is, but we need to get, we need to get on board and it it takes bringing the books to the store Mm -hmm. to make that happen. So, Mm -hmm. so the stuff that we have is all good and I think really good, but I think, I think, um, I think that's one thing that like. Like I want to, I would want to hear like people shout out like, "Yo, if you didn't see it here, what should we get?" You know,
1: I want mm. to, I want to tap on a couple things. One, yeah. when you're saying personal stories, like, yeah, there the three things that I think of are um Craig Thompson. Oh, of course, blankets. that's immediately
0: what I think of. Blanket, yeah,
1: uh, blankets was super personal to yeah. me, especially growing up. Like the the, the I didn't Christian realize read. you had read that. I read blankets, like the instant it came out that's like, awesome it meant so much to mm-hmm. me cuz i was started, started coming to terms with my own christianity blah blah blah, blah. Yeah. and then um later i would find um uh jeffrey brown i think his uh, name is yes. yeah jeffrey's He's awesome any, yeah like and i had met him uh at one of the comic cons and i was like i know you're this isn't like disneyland and this is not a character but i really love your work could would would it be too insulting? And I don't know how this is in the comic book culture. To, would you Would you mind instead of like getting your autograph? Could we? Can you draw me? Because I really <laughs> love your style. And he's like the sweetest dude. And he's like, well, okay. And then he did. And I was like, I cherished it. it. Was my profile picture for a while. And I was like, oh my That's god, this crazy. is so amazing. Awesome. And then um, I also wanted to bring up two le- two more things in
0: that. I in think that, that. I, I want to just add on that. I think that that should be. I don't know. I I feel like that should be like can you draw me? Like it's like, yeah, I don't know. I can't promise like because we've seen we've seen uh, Brandon Graham draw Kimmy mm-hmm. and not by Kimmy's asking. He was like he just realized one what day. A kid. No, he was just like he looked at her and he went You gotta draw you, kid. You, you look like all of the girls that I draw. <laughs> He's like this is weird. Yeah. He's like your features are like what I exaggerate and everything like that. He's like I can't remember you're if he's a, ever you're a living if, if he's ever drawn like uh, like one of the younger girls as like black. I don't know if I can't remember if he's if done that. Call, Usually they're like, I think they're Asian. not. Well, I think they're not a true skin color, right? He'll like throw some like like purple, like or blue. pink or like yeah. light blue or something. I can't remember, but like, some you. of it's like black, black and white. But um, mm. yeah, but he he was like sort of like. Can I draw you to Kimmy, and she's like, "Is this a serious question?" Yes. So yeah. like, that's cool. What What were some of the other points? So that's... the
1: other points was um was the fact that Aristotle runs Zine melt and mm-hmm. like these artists like it, the Bart Simpson Timmy, oh, uh, Timmy uh, Turner, Sam guy. Greenberg. He's yeah. a great dude. Yeah, I want to want to get him on here uh, eventually. Yeah. We're working on some stuff, so yeah, I'm probably close. Yeah, to no, that I step. love those zine melts because because you get creative people who just remind me like Johnny shit you could be doing this exact thing you just
0: gotta fucking do just it, do man. it man. um just don't stick around yeah Jake uh in the showroom for nerd melt oh, showroom yes, he says, has yeah. a zine that yeah. he's very he's very proud of and he's like very because you know, it's great yeah and he's got a lot of people from the showroom but also just people that he knows that it's mm. like I think I'd like to write one and and he was just very like he's like again well, I won't do an impression of him, but he was just very like. Uh, he was like, yeah. Uh, I think in uh, the like two issues from now we can fit you in because the next one and he was like going into like when I could seriously be slated if I mm-hmm. wanted to do something, which is always just cool. Yeah. Because in L. A. Like people just say stuff and oh, we'll put you and, on. It, yeah, oh, we'll, yeah, yeah, we'll yeah, put you, you on and, it, and yeah. it never happens. Or you yourself are like, you know, I think I'd like to do one, and then it, you he know it doesn't come to, to fruition. But yeah, 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 I think uh I think one more comes out and then it's like, okay, what do you have? So The, the I,
1: last the last thing I wanted to say was mm-hmm. uh you guys have all the books, but one of the books that I wanted to talk about was um was a trade that I just finished, which was the um Andre the Giant Box Brown mm-hmm. biography. Yeah. Oh my god, that's such a great book. Yeah. I uh I was I was a vague fan of Box Brown and I love his 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 artwork and the way it sort of transitions to such a literally a literal giant of a man. Yeah. And uh, it's been said in DVD commentaries again and again that man lived a, a big life, he had a big heart and the great thing about this uh about this trade is that it encapsulates that so well
0: yeah. in a tiny little book. Mm-hmm. Uh is it a trade or a graphic novel
1: or a graphic novel? It's yeah, the, the it's like its
0: own self-contained book. Yeah, 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 yeah
1: exactly. That's what uh, I mean. You know, yeah. um, but my favorite thing is, is that in the beginning, it reminds me, it reminds me of the fact that he knew Samuel Beckett when he was when he was a twelve-year-old yeah, boy. That's crazy. That's a sweet thing. And then, um, and then, it, and there's a part of me because I, I was more of a Princess Bride fan than I was a Andre the Giant fighting in the ring wrestling. Yeah. Um, so much so that when um, when uh, Robin Wright um, talks about the time that they met, and it's just it's it's such it's such a beautiful and amazing story. Um, one of my favorite anecdotes from that is um, when Mandy Patinkin was with him on set. In between the does anybody want a peanut stuff, mm-hmm. he would ask, be like, Hey Andre, how do you like this? How do you like shooting a movie? And he's like, Oh, I love it. It's great. He's like, "What about the long hours? What about this? He's like, "Oh you know, I don't mind it at all." And then he goes, and he goes, Well, why?" And he goes, Well, when I'm on set, nobody looks at me weird. He doesn't say it exactly like that, but it's just such a sweet and heartfelt sad thing to say yeah. mm-hmm. that I was just like, that guy had a disorder, and it was it was painful it the the pain and agony that that man had to go through fucking whew. yeah. Oh, and that's how I felt when I finished the book. I was like, "Yeah, whew.
0: yeah." I think, I, I don't know. Like, I like when when anyone comes in here and they just like gush at me mm-hmm. about the books. I really do. There's this. There's this. I don't know if there's this weird. It's funny the comic book guy stereotype.
1: Uh, worst thing ever. Yeah. as as, like
0: anti-social like that 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 did some that did some damage in a way because or or, i don't know if we've just like changed like in our culture if it was just the renaissance of like all the comic book stuff but like for me when someone comes in and gush i almost feel like thanking them Mm -hmm. because it's like thank you for Doing exactly what this is meant to do. Mm-hmm. Tell uh, tell me why it why it matters like so much. Making the connections. Just...
1: That's why we make I think I think I don't mean to get crazy arti- art artsy in this, but like that's why we make art. And that's why I think like art and what I want to do and telling stories like means so much. Yeah. Is that it moves like art in general is supposed to make it's supposed to move you to do whatever it is and have make you feel a certain way. But yeah but art that connects with you is the purpose yeah. of art and oh my god like um i just went into a, i went supernova it's okay dude five. i i
0: only i only wish that we always like go to those places cuz i love yeah. the like deep into the heart of it like aristotle i think that you are very specific about what you like about the marvel universe and i don't always agree but I love the specificity that you can at least call to what you enjoyed about it, because what I can't stand is when someone's like, oh, "I just thought it was really fun." And it's like this general like, like cloud fun that hovers like that. And I was like, "What did you?" I don't know. It was just like it was a fun little fun thinger, fun fun, and it's just like, <laughs> did you? What did you take? Like, it's okay if you didn't take a moral, but like. Did you like the dialogue? Did you like... And it's just like a general fun thing. What connected, what connected well, with you? There are yeah. definitely
2: things like that that are like, well, that's the... It, it was just fun. There are things like that, but yeah. It, it, but to say, but to say like, to I they're...
0: loved uh, the banter of uh, the secondary characters in Ant-Man. Mm. Mm. That's yeah. it. Like, that's all. Like this, That's what you enjoyed. Um, I don't even think you need to. You can you can do as as like shoddy of a sentence structure as what I just did. You know what I mean? It, it just went, Sometimes I I wonder if we're just like viewing to view. And not viewing that's the one and not viewing kills, to take. That's the one thing know? that
1: kills me. I mean, when, especially when it take comes Take something
0: from it. When it comes to You paid money for it. Take well, something I, from it. I think it. that's probably why you're
1: so freaked out about those murder mystery things, is because
0: I take I take the haunting <laughs> images of like people being like exactly. I stab them in the throat and I felt weird because I didn't feel anything. Yeah, that and that's
1: terrifying. I take that to bed. That's terrifying. But the thing <laughs> is, is that <sighs> When it comes to stuff like that, I really hope, and, you know, in the extras game, it's kind of hard to see this, but I would love if the directors are like, I have to tell this story. Like, this murder, it's unsolved. I would really love if those guys were just like, this is my passion. Mm -hmm. I wanted to be a director of these reenactments. I would love that. I would love to be, I would love to, this sounds nuts, I would love to look like one of those murderers just so I could reenact. Uh, <laughs> hey,
0: kid, you look like a murderer. You, you want to like be a... on TV?
1: Yes. That's like, do you guys ever watch this? Ah, god damn it. I don't
0: want to. Uh, do you guys ever watch Drake and Josh?
3: No. Um, It was a little, sweet.
0: like you're 22 or 23? 22. 22. And- you're twenty. You're twenty three, aren't you? Yeah. This is great. Aristotle, know your age, please. Let's Shit.
1: break down the Jake and Josh, the Drake Zach and, and Cody. Josh? Drake and Josh, Drake oh. and Josh. I was, I was gonna. Well, do the I point to that
0: you. I was gonna make is, I'm twenty five. So whether you're twenty two or twenty three, that you can't decide. What, what year were you born? Ninety two. Ninety two. I was born eighty nine, and you've already had your birthday of this year, right? Twenty three. Yeah. Yeah. So you're twenty. Right. Yeah. Let's let's hear about so uh, so I was gonna say that Drake and Josh was very close my era but I was like quote unquote too old all right Uh, there's an episode just by a little bit
2: uh, they work in a movie theater and they're gonna film one of those like crime scene uh, reenactment things and so um, uh someone's like yelling and then Drake says whoa, man take it easy and then the director's like you say that again. Well, man, take it easy. He's like you're the uh Weirdly like... enough,
0: I do think I saw that <laughs> and then... on like when my sister was watching. I think you, I do. If recall you can that. find
1: a clip of that, could you put that on my wall? Please? But then <laughs>
2: later on in the episode, the the criminal looks exactly like Josh,
1: and so throughout the episode, <laughs> like funny. the police keep going after Josh. That's <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Right. I anytime, and God, this is what I love about. Um, Jeffrey Brown's work Mm. is that it's the small it's the small things of life that are the the cherished moments because you're saying that like they're simple little boxes but you know our memories can fit in those little boxes and 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 even if it's just in a simple square Mm -hmm. fucking I'm there again man Mm -hmm. I'm there again and anytime I mean I'm I'm a I have a huge soft spot for Disney so if you bring up Drake and Josh, if you bring up, like, fucking High School Musical, like, I oh, will go, okay, take take me on this memory with your...
0: So. But it, I think it's cool that we care so much about a uh, hero that was raised, uh, or that was uh, basically um, had a traumatic uh, family death happened mm-hmm. um decided to dedicate his life to looking like something that's scarier than the people he is fighting mm-hmm. but is fighting for just things that's a character that we have kept writing new stories for for 75 plus years mm-hmm. like the literary classics they they're being kept sacred by, you know, some people, the literary classics, and some of them, like comics now, like borrow like Frankenstein and you know mm. things like that. Those are being used, but that character we've been keeping current for seventy five plus years now. That's a really profound thing. Mm. You know, it's
1: it's the what's the what's the uh, storytelling thing where it's the man versus. Man versus nature, man versus mm-hmm. man, man versus self, mm-hmm. and that's—I mean—when I look at that guy, I just go, "That's a man versus self." And I've—and uh, it's always been like an internal thing for that character to me. Yeah,
0: crazy dude, getting heavy, um, deep, deep. Do we want to talk about that, uh, or yeah, do we want to talk about? I mean, that was
2: kind of next up on the list. Could, yeah. Uh, we could, uh...
0: So we mentioned earlier that Fantastic Four came out, it's not out yet,
2: or it's well uh, I guess it's, it's, it's yeah it's, it's, out it's now. we're in
0: l a and yeah. we get the sort of advance oh we do, yep, cool, cool and bro. uh but i I haven't huh. seen it yet, neither have I um <laughs> let's let's go around and let's just get our opinions on just a few base things first I did looked- you like fantastic Four growing up?
2: The comic or that the that movie? The comic. Uh,
0: I'd never read it.
1: I me neither. No. And didn't read really did it at
0: all. Okay. Did you know of the heroes? I yeah. knew it was Clobber in
1: time. I knew there was a guy named Johnny. <laughs> and I knew uh, that one guy was stretchy, and there was this girl who was invisible. So you
0: knew their power sets?
1: I knew there. their powers, I knew it's yeah. an orange. Did you
0: tree. know which ones were related?
1: Instantly. Okay. I mean, as I was just a kid, I'm like, God, oh, their last names match. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I was
2: familiar in that, like, my cousin read comics. Right. And so,
0: like, I was, it was all... And identical. then, did you enjoy the original films? The original, as in the... Jessica Alba? Jessica Alba. Yep.
2: Yeah. Uh, as a kid yes and then uh revisiting no
1: i saw that they cast mike Chickless and i was like fuck yeah mike chickles cuz mm-hmm. i grew up with him on this on this show called the commish where he was basically like the white carl winslow to my memory <laughs> Uh, and I loved it cause it ended with him making a hand sandwich in the opening credits. And I was like, ah, what a fucking simple guy. I love this guy. So with him, Dennis Leary and any kind of your average man guys, I love the fact that they were in Spider-Man. I love the fact that he got cast as the thing cause I was like, where the fuck are they going to go with this? Yeah. You yeah. know, uh, take me along for the ride, man. I'm cool.
0: Yeah. I didn't really care for the first one, but when the, uh, silver surfer oh, was introduced, ride. It wasn't perfect, and I was kind of okay with Galactus. Like, maybe now, maybe now uh, that we've seen as much as we have uh, for the Marvel Universe, I could get, I could see a giant, you know, celestial being. Maybe, maybe. But I also didn't, I was not so upset that Galactus was a cloud. That, like, I mean, for the time that it made like, sense, but now that we're yeah. in the world we live in now yeah. with Guardians Not. of the Galaxy, well, it yeah. would be well,
2: absolutely fine if we got
0: a giant, giant mm.
1: I I would So it would be a little hokey, but I would say. I bet
0: they could get it right. I mm. saw
1: the trailers for uh, The Rise of the Silver Surfer, and I remember as a kid. Having a Silver Surfer figure mm-hmm.
0: and how fucking
1: cool he was. Yeah, Silver Surfer was cool. And all the
0: artwork and all that shit. But some of those so really early, really early Silver Surfer, they had no idea what to do. Uh-huh. They're like, this is a, this will get their attention Like on the cover. They'll be like, yo, this guy's completely silver. He just like surfs around the galaxy, man. <laughs> it's like, awesome. Open it up. And he's just like brooding in space. He's like, man, this is crazy. What do I do with all this time here <laughs> we in should space, do a, bro? It should be a live,
1: should be a live ac- or not a live action, but a um, a CG, like how they did the trailer for um, the test footage for um, Deadpool way back, a, a while back. Yeah. Where it was like kind of lifelike CG. They should do that. And then Jeff Bridges should be the voice of Silver Surfer. Of oh, Silver
0: Surfer? Yeah. I mean, Neither. I'd be down. Down super the dude, super chill, but
1: now we
2: got this current Fantastic Four. We do. Uh, upon mm-hmm. the first viewing of that trailer,
0: I thought it looked really good. I'm like, finally. I was willing to give it a, a chance yeah. at like maybe a later date. I didn't need to like go. I'm
1: not in a rush. You're
0: know, o- opening rush. weekend, yeah? Which who knows? There could be some people listening. They're like, what? No way! You guys <laughs> are supposed to love it. Go opening weekend. But it was like, I do like that. There's some that I'm like. I'll go opening night some that I'm mm-hmm. like I'll go maybe two or three weeks later so I can still be a part of like the early dialogue mm-hmm. and then there's one that's like uh maybe if it's in the cheap movie theater then there's some movies that it's just like yeah I'll watch it on Netflix are you,
1: all? Are you in a rush are you in a rush for that one uh, I'll probably go see it yeah this weekend really weekend? yeah okay. uh just because? Why not? Are but, you gonna? Are you gonna yeah. go get a a, a Denny? Um, no, no. A ten, you're gonna get. A, it's a clobbering time meal. No, it's a definitely clobbering definitely. time. My, my, my... <laughs> Do they have that at fall. Denny's
0: right now.
2: Yeah. yeah, they have a Fantastic Four menu. At
0: what? Dinner. Okay, yeah. I might take advantage of that. I, <laughs> but, I
2: there's a
1: side of me that is like, I may not go see the movie, but I might get like um, flame on fries or some shit. <laughs> crazy. Um, Fantastic slam, or yeah. Fantastic slam.
0: So, yeah. the, I didn't know that they did this. Um, but I mean, you could kind of guess
2: from the Lord of the Rings menu that they had.
0: No, no, I'm, I'm talk- I'm not, oh, oh, I'm oh. past Denny's, but that's, that's great. You oh, about oh, that, you're but, past Denny's. Oh, I'm so past Denny's. <laughs> uh, but, but go on about Lord of the Rings and Denny's. They had amazing. Right? I guess I'm not past.
2: Oh the, no. Uh,
1: for the Hobbit movies, they would bring back a Hobbit menu. Oh,
0: and, really? Yeah. I I missed that entirely. I think it'd be great.
1: I mean, I don't remember these, but I think it'd be great if the Hobbit menu and the items on the ho- Hobbit meals were just fucking ginormous because hobbits eat I, like crazy. I, I mean, like, I would I think always that, like that. I think
2: that they were. I yeah. remember like they were like kind of. Re- I don't know because I didn't lunch. go, but yeah. I saw pictures yeah. of other people eating them.
1: Um,
0: I did not realize that it there was an embargo on reviews
3: Embarking. for the
0: film. Meaning, no reviews until basically right before the movie came out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I Whenever this that. happens, especially now in this day and age... It's pretty bad, for yeah. bad news. Critics are saying... That's
2: just me Me and Jake from uh, Nerd Melt. Yeah. I mentioned him earlier. He's got that awesome zine, Some Space. Yes. Uh, he's telling me about that. Well, he, he was more... Yeah. Telling you about, like, like, oh, you know, if they if they can't show reviewers the movie ahead of time, right. they don't want to. It's usually pretty bad. Stuff. Yeah,
0: it's like, it's like e- um, I find your lack of faith
1: disturbing. Can we uh, can we talk about that that tweet that you mentioned? Yep. Yeah. So I was,
0: we so we we're leading up to it. Hey. I can't. So I, I love this. Uh, you you
2: saw the tweet. Uh, well, I didn't see the tweet. I saw the articles. The screen now grab, a few. and yeah, they they have a, a screenshot okay. of it. Josh Trank, director of Fantastic Four, uh, I I wasn't following it very closely, but I I read I read news, and so I remember them saying like, "Oh, the movie's done," but now they're doing reshoots. Yeah, what does this mean? Right. Uh, and then uh, I believe it was today, Josh Trank tweeted. Toward Well, not to us specific reviewers, but after right. a lot of kind of bad reviews, he said, a year ago, I had a fantastic version of this, and it would have received great reviews. You'll probably never see it. That's reality, though. And shortly after, it was deleted.
1: That's fucking... Because
0: he was snuffed by the studios. Yep. And uh, Dude, I mean... If I was responsible for like a property that already existed as a director, man, once you make that step of, of being like, for the record, I could have made it really awesome, but these people wouldn't let me like, I didn't I guess I shouldn't have given them that voice cause, but to say that you're stepping in some deep shit. Because you told me that he's he was supposed to direct one of the standalone Star Wars films, correct? Yeah,
2: he was supposed to direct one of the Star Wars anthology movies, but then he got out of that. And now it's kind of like, well, it's the same producer on Fantastic Four and right. Star Wars, so it's probably pretty sour between the two. Uh, but I, I think it was, I forgot if I told you or if I told mm-hmm. Jake, but it's its a very, he, he went with the reshoots. Mm-hmm. And now the result is a bad movie, right. Uh, I mean I don't know yet, I haven't seen it, but a lot of the reviews are like it's not as good as we had hoped.
1: yeah uh, I think it, I think wait. it'd be really great if we get to a certain point, much like Blade Runner, where you know, mm. oh, here's the director. Here's the cut. other versions. Yeah, yeah.
2: But then we had that thing with Edgar Wright, where he was like, mm. nah, this is not what I want right. to make." And so right. he left. And then, and then we got a pretty good movie. We were like, yeah, the, you, the bar was kind of set low, and it yeah. definitely beat everyone's expectations, it's, but, you know.
0: Yeah, I mean, it. but to some degree, you could argue that had Edgar Wright gone all the direction that he wanted, mm. would we have gained more fans? Would Do we have you think? gotten a better movie? Because I'm I sure there's so. people that saw Ant-Man, and were just... Like, there's always... Here's is, the thing, comics, like we see it every day. There's a dropping off point. Yeah, is it is the machine still running? Just because we know, um, uh, Infinity War is coming. Like is coming in two parts.
2: I think uh, it's impossible. Well, now it's just absolutely impossible to not watch that movie and think. It could. Would it have been better if Edgar Wright did it? And I think it's, the answer is yes. I I agree,
1: but we also don't know. Yeah,
0: because what if you
1: know Are we will? Oh, I, I don't. I don't feel like we'll ever know. And, yeah, exactly. And there's no. Uh, we're waiting for like the moment where he gets interviewed. He's like, "This is what I would have done. I would have done this, this, and that. I don't know what Edgar Wright sounds like this to me.
0: I don't know, know if this has happened before in terms of like. Two different medium and like two different writing teams. But I talked to someone today about what it'll be like in the coming years for Game of Thrones
3: Mm-mm-mm.
0: when they're they're writing their ending to mm-hmm. the series. And George R. 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 Martin is writing yes. his ending. It's supposed to be the case that George R.R. Martin has said, like, I like in case my heart dies, like, and it just explodes and I'm dead, here's, like, the plot point I want you to work towards. Yeah. Like, the end. Mm-hmm. But, uh, there's a lot of, that's, what, you tie up the ending for, like, everybody? It'd have to be as simple as, like, everyone dies and the White Walkers are on King's Landing, which... I'm, I'm still a believer of the trend right now of just like how many people die. I think it'll be the case that n- yeah, all men must die. Like I mean, it, think, it already. Uh, I think it's pretty self-explanatory. The, I think
2: I'd imagine the ending would be current day.
0: The ending would be current day. <laughs> like it's
2: just like a history thing. Like
1: that'd be crazy.
2: That mm. was the past, and here we are now. That'd be so weird. Sitting at microphones.
1: I uh I I would like to say that what? like when stories where are you right now? Like the only thing,
2: well I I I don't watch Game of Thrones, so I don't know. But I mean, it's just it's uh, in my head. It's just history with dragons.
0: Oh, dude,
1: where the dragons are there? I'm I'm with Aristotle on this. <laughs> I do I don't watch. you Game guys of don't Thrones. watch. I don't watch oh Game my of God. Thrones. I'm sorry, the, who wins the Game of Thrones? This, Is listening just like...
0: audience. The throne, I'm, I'm one Game of Thrones person. I'm not such diehard either, but I I lo- I, I do love it. He's grabbing um, the mic. He's getting real Yeah, I'm, I'm grabbing grabbin'. it and bringing it closer to me. I'm I'm with two non-watchers or readers. I don't know how to feel about this.
1: Well, the thing is, is that there's so many, there's so much of Game of Thrones, and or I don't know if I've talked about this on my podcast. I know I've definitely talked about it downstairs. Is The idea that we live in a society today, or at least for audiences, that we can binge watch and we have the opportunity to DVR things and this and that, we always have this option just as much to watch it immediately, so much so that I reserve that right, and when something connects with me like art should in my heart, Mm -hmm. I will connect with it when I do. And I necessarily, when when it comes to certain shows like... Game of Thrones, Breaking Bad, Doctor Who, uh, Orange is the New Black, all these. And not only that, like Netflix shows that get released at that very moment, Wet Hot American Summer. Yeah. I will get to it when I get to it. I have a lot of things not in play, not like that I want to first. I just, I'll get to it when I get to it. And I'll wait till I am... Like maybe Walter White's age, and I'll go. Fucking life as a fucking dad is awful, and that's another thing that brings us back to um, not just connecting with our art, but um, what is it? Um, supernova. I lost it. I
0: lost supernova. It <laughs> when Johnny uh, lost, lose. When uh, uh, do you think it will hop on before the series ends? Do you mm-hmm. want? Do you want to at all be a part of the craze? While it's a thing? Uh,
2: it has nothing to... For me, it has nothing to do with that. It's just that, like, it, it doesn't appeal to me all that
0: much. But do you... I think... Do you not like fantasy? Like, uh... Very,
1: very picky about it. Okay. That's an That's a really great, honest depiction of that. Because I would say that I live fantasy. Because I love The Princess Bride. Mm-hmm. I've... um. I've enjoyed my fair share of um of fan- fantastical stories.
0: Wizard of Oz?
1: Wizard of Oz maybe, you know.
0: Maybe. Come on.
2: Uh, I I agree that it is fantasy, but not in the uh I can, not in the medieval it's a classic because uh,
0: I wouldn't know. I don't Oh, okay. Uh, of yes. The, of the like But you're saying fantastical. I but Yes. That, like that, that, is. that starts to like fantasy is fantasy. Yeah. Fantastical sounds like more of an adjective that I'm
1: talking about, like fucking high fantasy, high fantasy, high rule, mm. fucking mm. listen, and all that, like what fucking um Legend of Zelda, dude. Like I'm not super super into you know Link and his adventures, but I do find it fascinating. Is
0: Zelda considered high fantasy?
1: I would. I would assume so. himself. I w- yeah, man, ha- hands down. Is he? He's got the sword. He's got the shield. There's 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 fucking time travel. There's mystical shit happening. There's I feel fairies.
0: like I feel like there'd be some larpers or whatever the appropriate term is that would be like, I'll show you some high fantasy. Yeah,
2: like that that that's that was another thing that was kind of scared to throw out there, like high fantasy, because then yeah. there is like it's a different definition for a lot of people.
0: It's mm-hmm. funny because I there's some people that come in here that do that. And they're a part of, like, one of the biggest leagues for LARPing. And I can't remember what it's called. I love the
1: fact that we live in an age that there's leagues for LARPing. Oh, like, giant
0: ones. And he was like, there was one person who came in and said he was a part of it, dropped the credentials like I would know. And I was like, listen, I'm a human being in, like, an age where, like, there's so much nerd culture. I'm sorry I don't know about that. I really am. more. But yeah, I'm always interested here, and so he started Mm. telling me about it. And then the person that I thought that he looked like, that is a poll customer of us, like almost eerily so, walks into Meltdown next to him and goes, "Mm, I know exactly what league you're talking about, and I've only ever heard them described as political. Because the guy, the original guy, was like, yeah... I was a part of that group, and it was all about politics. So I'm sure the same way in which, like, in Shakespeare plays, in Mm. Game of Thrones, Mm. anywhere where there's, like, courts and kings, someone's always looking to take, like, even in LARP, (laughs) it's like you, who's the king? (laughs) Hey, buddy, I'm going to do you a few favors for you. Thanks, you're a noble knight. Thanks. Stabbed in the back.
1: That reminds me, um, last time I went Supernova was when you and, and and the thing that connected to me or mm-hmm. when you're saying that we live in such an age um especially with binging and all that stuff bringing it back to that was I love the fact that meltdown and just Nerdist and all this stuff in nerd culture is a welcoming thing and I meant to say this in the very beginning I fucking yeah. I I came back to that supernova and that is if you don't connect with something right away And if you don't know what the league is of whatever these things, I love the the fact that these people go, well, let me tell you about it. Yeah. You know, and if you're not into Breaking Bad, I I hate the fact that like, this is not what nerd, or this is not what. Um, the culture of sharing art should be. How dare you not know what uh, The Man Who Knocks is? How dare you not know that they're trapped on an island? No, my favorite thing is, and the reason why I got into Battlestar Galactica and why I love the new series so much is because my buddy was just like, you know what? You like this and you like this. Here's the DVDs. You watch it when you watch
2: it. Same thing. I hear people talking about it all the time. Like, oh, you should watch it.
0: And I'm like, oh maybe eventually. Yeah, right. Yeah, I think if you try to shame anyone it's with nerd culture turn it's you yeah, off. it's it's bad, but I I've tried to rid myself of like worst like, thing ever. No, 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 not worst thing ever, just like they'll be like, "Oh, I haven't seen that." And usually it's movies, like TVs, mm-hmm. I, there's plenty of TV I haven't seen. And I'm not saying I've watched so much movies, but it's like if there's a medium I've done most, it's like viewing yeah. movies. And so when somebody says that they haven't seen a movie that's like a classic. Like Jaws. Yeah. I'd be like, it's, like what? It is, be it's like a gut reaction. It is. It's a reflex. And, and what it is is it's never like, you idiot. It, what it like... is is it's like, it's like, what? Subtext of I, haven't, I have not done my job as a human being. That I've known this person for as long as I have. Can I show it to you? And they, yeah, it's like, let's come over. Have a viewing party right now. I think another part of it, though, is that, like... I need to ruin the water for you. I need to ruin the ocean for you.
2: (laughs) Especially with Jaws and Star Wars. Yeah. It's an immediate thing of, like you're missing this thing that's such a huge part of my life where is
3: uh,
0: that part of your life is missing it was so huge in mine you need it yeah then it's like what did you do what did you do while I was watching Jaws and then they'll explain to you they'll be like
1: Uh, well I was on a farm and I uh, was learning how to actually be a farmer and weird stuff (laughs) and if it's not super weird stuff like that's not city folk like us and it's just like Oh, I I was heavy into this and I was like yeah I I, could
0: you two are both from California area. Yeah, I'm from. I'm the only one that's from elsewhere. Yeah. So right now. Yeah, right, right now. Well, that's no
2: even even with the with Jeanette and Eddie.
0: Yeah, they're all Eddie. from this area, and it's like, yeah, I'm the happy kid from Iowa that's uh, come out to to Los Angeles, and so I don't know, I, I don't know what it is for like, I don't know people across the Midwest or like out here or on the East Coast, but. Growing up in a place where there's not that much to do, um, I, went to the the mo- I went to the I went to the movies all yeah. the time. I worked at a movie theater. Like it's been kind of my thing, just to like, like in in high school, I worked at a movie theater because it's like I gotta watch as many movies as I can. Yeah. Now, like I'm out here to act in Los Angeles, yeah. but it's like it's like I need something like that. I need to work where it's also like like I'm ingesting something that will help me creatively this not like just giving food and then like if there's somebody industry related like when I'm waiting it's like Oh, here you go. And it's like, I'd love to talk to you about... Get the fuck away, I'm eating. That reminds me... But here, me, I'm like that, a trusted authority that they're like just leisurely walking they, through, yeah. and then they can talk, and they're like, yeah, I'm working on this film. And it's like, oh, what film? Oh, I've been to that studio before. It's insane. I know. The Crafty's always awesome. Oh, my God! You know about their Crafty, too? This reminds you know, it's, me it's, of, it's, of a couple cool.
1: things. Uh, one... The uh, there's this five second film that's really great um, where this actress type goes up and she go and he go and she go she goes to the the patron who has a menu and she's like what do you have and he'll be like all oh, your hopes and dreams <laughs> and then he folds a menu and it cuts to her like headshot on a plate and oh he's like God, yeah. and he's like eating it and he's like and she goes how do you like it? and he goes this is terrible and oh that's that's the kind of thing that we the being in LA and trying to make it is, and it's fucking hard as shit. And another thing about that, that whole thing about trying to make it in LA and this is the perfect spot. And not only making it in LA, but movies and not having enough time to see it. Like I on a tangent here. I had met my dad who I hadn't grown up with. Mm -hmm. And he was like, everything's a movie reference with you. And I'm like, well, get strapping, buddy. This yeah. is me, man. Yeah. And and the thing is, is that while I do have family, successful family in the industry, mm. there's so much of me that like wants to make my films and or my art in my own way, and so much so that I don't want to feel that I'm being arrogant. But like this. Being at meltdown and mm. and pursuing the career that I want to, since I've been back to move back home and and fully pursue it, I love where I am right now. I love the fact that it's the hour that it is right now. I love the fact that I'm talking with two great two great guys who do who know exactly that you guys you guys are the 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 future of of at least my life and or hopefully success in the in the acting world and. Just I, I, I look at Aristotle like like he's the little brother, despite the fact that he's like uh, you know an amazingly talented producer. But I just look at this guy and I'm like this fucking Zen master, man. I hope that fucking everything. I hope that all the great things happen for all these people. And I love the fact that I'm here, man.
0: Yeah, I I um first want to thank you for all those kind of words. It's mm-hmm. like weird to just like it's like let me interrupt you to stop you know it's like okay hey, co- uh, soon, keep on uh, going uh, baby um <laughs> but i i um i like it here too because it's uh it it just it feels like all the people that are here are just um they want to have fun with mm-hmm. doing oh, they want to yeah. share yeah they just want they 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 want to appreciate they want to to have a laugh and um and uh they i don't think there's too much looking down sometimes mm. there's inter frustrations mm. but it's kind of like a good majority of us are are either came from sort of this like um point where comic books are all we felt like we really had or our shows are all we really had or our collectibles are all we really had. And that either remains and you become okay with it or fortune comes to you, Mm -hmm. but you don't ever feel like looking down on what got you through times where you were less fortunate, Mm -hmm. you know? And so I just feel like every time I come in, it's either – ritualistic, um, as like a current, like, yeah, or it's, uh, sentimental. You know, a lot of people come in here and they look for, uh, Tintin, or most of them say Tauntaun, uh, (laughs) because that's what they watched growing up, and that's what Gaston, you know, watched and read Mm. growing up, and, uh, or I guess, I guess I shouldn't say growing up, but at some point meant a lot to him. That's why the posters are there, and they're not for sale up on the wall. Mm. Um,
1: let's just connect baby that's what Meltdown's all about when I yeah. first when I first my cousin got me when I first came down back from the Bay Area she's mm-hmm. like you gotta check out Meltdown I was like what's well, oh, yeah. and it blew my fucking mind out of my skull and I, and I just told myself I was like I have to be here as much yeah. as I could possibly yeah. it's
2: I was just saying this the other day to I think Dave Clock
0: does amazing work Dave Clock yeah. look him up uh, he is that, the artist uh, that is pretty much um partnered with The, the Meltdown, Meltdown uh, yeah. the show in the back that is also on Comedy Central, um, hosted by Jonah Ray and Kumail, Kumail Nanjiani, 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 and then uh, produced by Emily V. Gordon. Um, and then, uh, is it Garth? Garth? Who's the... Oh,
2: oh, um, oh my God.
0: Uh, he's uh, the chillest uh, dude with uh, gray hair. Mike Rosen's... Oh, the gray haired... Guy with the gray beard, and then like he wears like a, oh, a blue hat. Uh, Lance Bangs, Lance. Lance. Okay, Lance. Lance yep. Yeah. He uh, he helps he's with director. Yeah.
2: Of of like the show. Yeah,
0: and um, uh, I I feel like we don't need to really inform too many people, but as <laughs> is often the, the case, like right when you think that there's someone who's like I just saw it for the first time, mm-hmm. like back home, there's probably people would be like, I saw the show that's called The Meltdown. Is that where you work? Like. There's people who are just going to catch up to sort of what almost the last two years of my life have been, you know? Definitely. And there's plenty of times where, like, I feel like I'm like, oh, my God, I'm such a poser. Like, I came here as a kid who was just looking to get a job um, at Meltdown, and I only liked one publishing house. That's it. I only liked DC. Mm -hmm. And then they were like, we don't have a DC guy, so go ahead and then through pretty much everyone that's on staff here, they're like, read this, read this, read this, read read this. And my head just started to, like, fill with, like, all this, like, stuff. It's like, uh, to the point where, like, somebody's, like, only describes one outfit that somebody wears. And I'm like, ghost, you're looking for ghost. I just, like, say it as reflex. So, like, in a way, it's all coming, but, like... um I don't know. I I know that our podcast we're not like we did research and looked super in depth. Most of it's like just very like we read this, I can't remember the name, but it's like <laughs> it's like I don't I don't think the stress of that should be there. The way I think of it. You know what I mean? Like there's there's is, all uh... this stuff that you that you there's you can never read it all. You can mm-hmm. never watch it all. Mm-hmm. So don't stress about it. Just what you do know, present it as this is what I know and what you don't. Mhm. I think just don't talk out of your ass. As so.
2: a, I think of it as a the meltdown experience because yeah. there are absolutely conversations we'd have mm-hmm. downstairs
0: with customers, with yeah. strangers, with yeah. anybody. Yeah. And if ever there's a point where it seems like there's a forced dialogue happening, then you just know that if you just come in on like a. Um, I'm gonna say not the night that we we record. So to keep you guessing, of which of the (laughs) of the weeks that we do actually record
2: on a a Thursday night, it could be easily put together. It could be if we never said like I said uh, that Fantastic Four is out now. Yeah,
0: (laughs) Um, Uh, but I that would be kind of. Can you imagine if we had like some like the two listeners? They're like. I think we piece together, and they just come up the steps They're like, "Can they we join you?"
2: Have a board, and it's like a bunch of like, yeah, tacks with string. <laughs> uh, oh man. But speaking of this crazy age we live in, I read a book that takes us back to the age of reptiles. <laughs> Keeping it. Uh, these
0: segues are the best. It's
2: Re- story art and dinosaur color concepts by Ricardo.
0: Delgado. Ricardo or Ricardo.
2: Ricardo Delgado. Okay. Uh, and this is number three of four, so last one will you know I don't know when they regularly come out, but it's so good. It's a book about dinosaurs. Right. No dialogue you got me. whatsoever. Uh, you and it got man, me. this sounds
0: just like Godzilla. This sounds it, so it is, up your
2: alley. Yeah, it is very much like Godzilla, except that it's. I mean, I don't. Not in hell. Not suddenly. Yeah, hell. it's not in hell. It's uh. It's it's very much a circle of life thing like there's mm. it the book starts with this uh T-Rex looking kind of thing with a little dead creature in his mouth mm. and then the like not the I don't want to say the family but the the same species of that creature are like long necks and so like a bunch of adult long necks come And stop the shit out of this T-Rex thing. And so it's a weird thing of, like, I felt bad for that little uh, long neck, and I feel bad for this So what
0: you're saying is you really want to revisit Land Before Time?
1: Little for... It did
2: kind of remind me a little bit, but this is very much, like... Grounded? I don't want to say cold, because it's actually very, like, a heartfelt kind of thing, but, like, a cold matter-of-fact... It's grounded. It's
0: grounded in how reptiles behave, mm.
2: and uh, it's just like it's all the, you just read it through their expressions yeah.
0: and their actions, and it's really great. And, and that the was art which, is fantastic. That was uh, which publishing house? Uh, uh, Dark Horse. Dark Horse was pretty on point this week, and that's not mm-hmm. no no knock against them, but that doesn't happen frequently. Yeah. What was the Let's name? Just say.
1: What was the name of the guy who did the artwork for Hard Boiled and the concept artwork for Matrix?
0: Oh, um, uh, who was on uh, uh, We Stand on Guard, right? Yes, and I can't remember. It was um, Mother just Nature. Uh, she is lo- while you're looking
2: it up, I also want to say that he has like a – it's not a letters column, but it's a, a an article, a column in the mm. back that's always like a little – I don't. Even, I don't. Want, I don't even know what to call it. It's just uh, something that he wants to talk about, and they're always really great. I didn't read the second one, but the first one was on uh, Akira Kurosawa, and the second was on the, nice. the Valley of Guanji.
0: Nice. Yeah. Um, is it uh, Steve Crose or Kros? Uh Oh yeah. Yes.
2: Steve, I, I. I. I said Steve Crose.
0: Crose. Okay. I knew yeah. You, yeah. The yeah. last name oil. sounded like something. Yeah. It's. Uh, the artwork and that is incredible. Are you comparing? That's the vibe I'm getting yeah. from these from
1: these um, these reptiles. These reptiles. These. I mean, this cover is killer, man. Like, mm. what I love about this cover is that I love the I love the color in the center because it reminds me a lot of uh, one of my favorite scenes from The Lion King. And then there's just. Just screaming, terrifying fucking animals. And I'm like, okay, baby. Let's see what's good. This fucker's going. Yeah, man. Ancient Egyptians, huh?
2: It's been real great. Uh, I came to this very late. According to the first uh, issue in his backstory, mm. there is uh, another Age of Reptiles that he's already done. And now I really want to try to get my hands on that.
0: Hmm. Um. Speaking of, let's do because I think we're probably like, let's do uh, lightning fast. What are some of the other reads that you had? Uh, you my, say one, and I'll say one.
2: My last one. Uh, okay. Is the Eight House Number Two Arc Light? Yeah,
0: Brandon Graham book that we you know it's it, it, right. It's
2: always got to come back to Brandon. That's Graham. right.
0: Yeah, because so. I mean, if Island hasn't come out with its issue two trade, basically. Um, then we have to talk about ArcLight. So any big little revelation? Uh, one thing that's, I mean,
2: it's still been great. I still really love, uh, it kind of explains the, the story of the, the stick creature thing. Right. Uh, but other than that, it's still kind of a little, a little confusing for now. -huh but after like reading it a second time and then getting issue three and you know yeah I f- on,
0: figured he sense. he likes to do like a very like ambiguous opening mm-hmm. and then like starts to define um and it was funny because when I, I I said that he's like oh, I'm glad you feel that way as like to not not take credit for like gaps that I was filling in which uh-huh. is 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 nice when somebody like when you're trying to like pump him up and be like, "I really liked what you did and he's like, yeah yeah I'm sure i
1: that's what I was going for before you get into yours, could I just talk about my last
0: oh yeah, yeah, I didn't realize that I had so many more to talk about, I guess
1: my last uh thing that I just finished reading and it's long overdue is the um the Kamala Khan run of uh, Miss Marvel mm-hmm. which Growing up as a half minority, I can mm. I kind of identify with and, and
0: half minority? Well I'm half. Half do you mean like two, half two halves Well, do you not I mean
1: I do oh have gosh. I do have white guilt my white, but also at the same time. My
0: whiteness is like radiating right now. Do do you, do you not consider the Italian side minority too?
1: Not really. I mean, because no? my because my grandparents when when my great grandparents came to this country through Ellis Island, I'm like, right. Th- my that's more Amer. They they spend more time in America sure. than my than my Asian side. See,
0: that does make sense, and that's how I feel. I I would think of it, mm-hmm. but I also think that I. I think a little differently than the majority. So then I just I can assume imagine. the yeah, majority yeah. because, because when I think of, uh, when I think of majority, um, as it gets thrown at me, um, mm. uh, which is fine. I'll, whatever. Mm. Um, it's, that's the biggest thing I have to deal with In Pretty good life. But when it gets like thrown at me, mm. it's wasp. It's like the wasp is the majority, mm. the white Anglo-Saxon Protestant. And I guess I don't, I don't lump Italian immediately in that. Mm. I, I mean, so, I. So my thing
1: is, is that well, at least we're correlating to yeah. uh, Kamala Khan, is yeah. that um, she has all this, like, especially after nine yeah. eleven and all the all the stuff that uh, that that culture had to deal with. I felt that while I was mixed or half or whatever minority majority whatever. There was a side of me that was sort of torn. Essentially, part of the reason why I love Batman because, like, he's, he's there's two sides of it, much like Two Face, you know, much like mm-hmm. any hero with a secret identity. That's interesting, yeah. and and the reason why I think I connected so well with Kamala Khan was was she's a nerd who fucking loves comics, and then at the same time just like gets those powers and she's like holy shit i have this to deal with on top of the fact that like that my that i'm living with these stereotypes and or these these um prejudices that that like i've put on myself or in the or or in i'm in the world that i'm in yeah you know um not that anybody puts their own things on themselves or this or that or anything it's just i connected deeply with that mm. kind of character and the fact that she loves comics, you know. Yeah, mm. I don't know. Just it's 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 popular for a reason. She's uh, she's really it's very great popular. For young. She's, she's, she's doing great it's for doing young. better
0: than Captain Amer- or Captain Marvel.
1: She. I mean, I think that it's great that um, young female um, kids, young girls get to get to have this kind of character. Yeah, I would agree. Just
0: saying. Um, what else did you read? So, I had. Um, I'm just going to do these very fast. Uh, the remaining books that I had um, that I thought are worthy of uh, checking out. Uh, one of which is DC, but the other two are Marvel. The DC one is uh, issue three of Midnighter. Um, Midnighter is becoming like a really, like, just reminding you, like, how awesome he was from the beginning and how awesome he remains again. Um, so, I don't know if you know Midnighter. But he's from uh the authority mm-hmm. um which is meant which um at least parts of it were meant i I think you can still kind of draw from the main group um that it's a allegory for the justice League in some ways, but particularly between uh Midnighter and apollo um they're meant to be allegories um to Batman and Superman mm-hmm. and uh th- when they were written they were uh written um I can't remember if it's uh, originally or if that just came later, but they were written to uh, be gay lovers. Hmm. And then a sacrifice happened with uh, Apollo, I think. I think there's a. Because they talk about it in the beginning. But then um, uh, it's just Midnighter, like, rocking alone. um, And they've leaned in 100% into the fact that he's a gay man and uh, he, like, goes on prowl sometimes. He finds a. Uh, gentleman caller and then just puts a little uh, tracking device in that guy and the guy's like wait what What are you doing to me and he's like if you ever need help just tap the back of your neck and that basically would send up a beacon that then Midnighter would help him out so it's like really messed up but like the whole book is just like sort of Midnighter's a little crazy and, uh, and uh, that's okay uh, cause his moral compass is pretty much in the right place It's just always to an extreme that you're like, that's excessive, or um, I don't know if I would have necessarily gone that route, Um, and like just watching him go to those extremes are are pretty cool. Um, And I just, I really do like that we're getting to an era where if a character's gay or straight, it's just a thing... You do that. You can play out mm-hmm. as a plot point if you choose, but we're almost to the point where we're like, okay, but that's not you know. I need more than that. Yeah, you know. Before it used to be the fact that it's like what, and it like break your brain and if someone like, was gay. It becomes such a thing, and it now it's I'm just not a huge plot point. And now if, but now if it is a plot
2: point, it's more like the romance of it.
0: Yeah, and it's just exposing you to what there really isn't too many examples um in not in an excessive amount like when you compare it to how much like heterosexual romance there is Absolutely. you know so it's so love but, is love
1: guys that's all but it's but to, but
0: to open just right away of like remember he was originally gay we're sticking to that the same with uh with uh Constantine he's bisexual in that um and uh, I think it definitely makes him more interesting. I, I, I don't want to turn my back on uh, the Constantine of the New 52 because of how he fit into the Justice League Dark. Which is a very just like he's not he's more like he's more he's more like I just feel like he had a more of an objective in all the other stories and Hellblazer. He was just sort of drifting and because he was drifting, he could, like, give little, like, snide remarks as, like, commentary as he was just drifting through his experience. But he has a little bit more, like, objectives in in uh, New 52 Constantine uh, that, like, fit into the larger picture for Justice League Dark. And he's using a lot more, like, combative magic in that New 52. And now since this sort of, like, post-convergence stuff they've brought him back... He's more like the Hellblazer days. That's why it says Constantine the Hellblazer. But they can, I think, now have the best of the two worlds. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So that's Midnighter. Um, Then the two Marvel that I had, um, one was Groot, and the cover is Groot on uh, Silver Surfer's uh, surfboard with him um, on opposing sides. And, uh, you know, I I loved Groot when uh, I first you know saw when i what i was reading before guardians and then once guardians came out i loved groot a lot um but i to be honest it was just a really good pairing it was a good pairing of uh, having silver groot, silver and groot and having not just silver surfer but uh his companion too because oh, you know yes. because um silver surfer is functioning a lot now like dr who just a lot they they figured out like let's take away the brooding surfer element, and let's give him a companion and uh, and this cosmic knowledge that he has and and everything he can bestow and sort of like go through with uh, with um, I uh, w- with with uh, with her. I forgot it.
2: Uh, Don Greenwood. There we go. That's mm-hmm. her name. Yep.
0: Uh, she's great.
2: Ladybug Lady. I'm very excited for what they're gonna do with the Silver Surfer yeah. because I think you told me, but then then I read. The last issue or the second to last issue of Silver Surfer, and he shall be rebuilding the universe, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool. Yeah, this
1: looks like a this looks like fun artwork, man. Like it for, is at first. Like I go at first, I'm thinking like, okay, well, that cover of Groot just on the other side of the board, going straight down the middle. What a great symmetrical fun chaotic thing that it is and then i'm just flipping through and this is another kind of um art that i really really love it's it's almost reminds me of like this sort of scotty young meets sean murphy um but his choice of drawing Groot, and to draw Groot, I mean, as like, I think, I think of the kids now who are just like, well, I'm gonna draw the Guardians of the Galaxy. I got, I got the, the two circles for Star Lord's mask. I've got um, Gamora, she's green. I got my green ready to go. And I'm just like, okay, I got Groot. I got all these fucking branches to draw. Yeah, you know. And they do. This guy does a really fun job of drawing Groot and drawing
0: the. Um... Cover artists were uh uh is it Declan or Declan? Um Chavi and Jordy Belair for the cover artists. Um basically they're look they're look at their Groot. Their Groot's like almost like a like a hound like Groot, not at all like mm-hmm. on like the it. interior, which is like, not unlike the groot of like a Spike uh, back is yeah mm-hmm. like the um films. Uh Groot. Oh so good. Um so that was Groot. Uh okay. definitely check it out. Um like it's just a really good companion story of Groot and Silver Surfer. Um and then uh Amazing Spider Man uh Renew Your Vows. I mean it teases right away Black Suit Spider Man and just I don't know, like for me even even before uh, Spider-Man 3, which, uh, say what you want, I, I find plenty of redeeming things in it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the black suit, I think, is just one of the coolest things that uh, like ever happened to Peter Parker. So whenever it gets teased, but I feel like it's teasing back to that era, not just like, and now he's in black suit, um, I'm excited. And so... We see uh, uh, quite a few people in here. We see Hobgoblin, Mysterio, Craven, um, and of course Mary Jane. Um and uh and then also the suit. And um uh it just felt much like what uh Secret Wars has been, which is like a trip down memory lane. it just made me feel like I got to experience uh Black Suit again. And uh and then uh and then also Put that with what's uh, been going on in Rune New Year Vows. Um,
1: Can I just say that I love, absolutely love, love the Old Secret Wars uh, cover where he's in the suit and there's like a fifty billion bunch of uh, Marvel characters behind him, and he's got like these jazzer sized hands. Like, what's going on? Like, oh, I yeah. fucking love that cover. That cover, so much fun. Yeah, so much fun. Um,
0: I think. That's I mean, that's it for books now. I just wanted to like throw out one last thing. Mm-hmm. So, um, closing time. Basically, I was closing, closing while you guys time. were up here. I know that's one um, of your preferred songs to throw on during I, 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 I totally closing time because yeah. it's very on the nose. and You fine. don't have to go home. But um, stay. But what do you guys is, think is good closing time, either music or a song besides that? Um, because I, it depends on how I like feel. to switch up my wheelhouse of, of like songs that it depends I on how you
1: feel that day. I mean, honestly, really
0: when you're yeah. closing,
1: when you're closing, like, did you have a shitty day? Did you have a fantastical fucking day? Mm-hmm. Because honestly, and I don't mean to like tie my promo into this shit, but, um, two episodes that we have coming up. I don't know when this is going to air tomorrow. Tomorrow. Okay. So we See, have, boom, there boom. you go. No, they tomorrow. Don't... The next two episodes, um, of my podcast will be, uh, The Simpsons, uh, which we recorded here in this very booth with, nice. uh, John Angaro and my buddy Tyler Evans, and that's a Simpsons episode, but the fact that you're bringing up music is our following episode, mm. uh, where we're talking about the soundtrack to your life, and that is, <laughs> and that is basically Kid like- Kid uh, I think that's why they probably, I think that's why she probably wanted to name it what she wanted to name okay. it, my cousin Lisa. Um But I had made this playlist, and I think I talked about it with you before, where I made this playlist in uh, probably 2000, I don't know, 2010, 2009 or something like that. And it was basically every song that links to a certain moment in my life. Mm -hmm. And it's a great trip down memory lane. I can't say if if there's a good closing song in there, but... Much like choosing us, sp- there's no such thing as per. I'm
0: not asking you to talk about the song that co- plays at the close of your life. No, no, no. I mean, there's no
1: closing, there's no specific per <laughs> the, the way to. I don't know. It's, it's, just, it's too I'm just, impossible. I, just,
0: I just didn't want you to go to a dark place. If it no, 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 right no, there. no,
1: no. Johnny <laughs> loves like, Batman. I don't know.
0: I don't place. know what song I want to play where like I'm dead. Well,
1: I do know. I do know the song I would love to have at my funeral. Okay. And I do, uh, but I, but just to say to encapsulate a day of closing the store yeah it's hard to pick a Mm -hmm. song Mm -hmm. and i I wouldn't even necessarily
2: think of it um as like closing music because i'm just gonna keep listening to music in my car
0: right
1: what's gonna what's gonna uh, what's i don't know so, it's it's also like the way that you're the all the women in your life are watching uh those hor- those horrible murder things where it's just like what's going to close me out do I want to end the night on this Oh yeah nope.
0: decompressing is like everyone's got a different for me it's just funny because like I just I really do like this and I just don't feel like changing the tactic cuz it it's kind of effective and it makes me happy but um when we have a show that's like really good in the back that people want to stay and they want to either talk about how good it was or just catch up or just hang out in a place like we can't keep the lights open like way, way late into the night. Um, only for podcasts. Um, uh, but, uh, so it's like, we got to start looking like we're closing down and I've played like bad music, like Creed and, uh, Get and Nickelback, and, of nickel back here. Back and uh, you gotta like, then I went home. to like Cannibal Corpse, <laughs> like, just like stuff that I was like, GTFO already, and like, bad music doesn't work, like, they just had a good job of tuning it out. But it was this balance of like, what do they know that it's just like not the most appropriate, and what I do is I put on either the National, bony Bear. Something that's just, like, Sleepy sad, time. weepy, Sleepy like, white TV. guy, rock-ish, sure, like soft. <laughs> no, not NWA. Yeah. I'll play that in the middle of the day. Yeah. There was, like, some rap playing in the middle of the day. Like, the rap comes out, I would say, at, like, maybe, like, 7 p.m. when I'm fairly certain there's not as many kids around. Mm. But um, I started a little too early today and there was a family.
1: But choose. I would love what you choose is... Eh. Eh, eh, what? Eh, like you just put an alarm and she's like, What the fuck is that? It's like get the fuck out.
0: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just like the very subtle approach of like everyone's like, Oh uh it's getting kind of uh, late and like uh yeah, it's not as much of a party when like you put on just like just slow, low drone so, Yeah. Saying little band of horses action. Like that mm mm-hmm. Um. So I put that stuff on because then it's not like I'm doing it as like, oh, great, now I can put on what I want. I just listen to that. So it's like everyone flocks out. It gets quiet. I'm just listening to that as I, like, count change, like give total reports, say what happened during the day, mm-hmm. clean up the spot. So I don't know what you guys would play, but definitely would play something like Bon Iver or the National. Probably a National because Bon Iver... The type of stuff that's gonna just make you think about a girl. National's a little bit or or a loved one or a previously loved one or whatever. But the national's a little more like, Oh, I can have fun with closing too. <laughs> so right. that's and my I thought. That's a
2: the perfect way to close the show. Close. Close them with clothes.
1: Hey guys. We are now it's close. <laughs> Don't forget to check out no show podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Follow us. Let's do all those things. Remix!
2: Hey, thanks for picking us up. Like us on Facebook, and follow us on Twitter. We're at Meltcast. We occasionally tweet some things. And while you're at it, follow at Meltdown Comics. They're awesome, and you can keep up with all their sales and events. that happen every day.